Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another issue of the Comic Bookies podcast. The final episode of 2022 is here, episode 171. Let's get this thing started. In sports, the NFL's week 15 is over, and we will go into week 16. Who is making the playoffs and who is not? The World Cup is over. Congratulations to Argentina and Lionel Messi. We will recap the whole tournament. And, of course, looking forward to when it comes to America in four years. And in comics, we have plenty of books to get into. DC, Marvel, Ablaze Comics, Boom Studios, just to name a few. And, of course, our news. Some good, some bad, of course. We're talking bad news in the in the world of DC movies. Good news in the world of Marvel movies. And video games, your boy here got a new one, and we have other news. Now, this is the last episode of 2022, so we have all of that slated for you. But to add on a cherry on top... We will be colliding the worlds of sports and comics one last time, talking the best, the worst, and everything in between. So come along for the ride for one last time in 2022. Let's end this thing right. Let's do it. Man, I'm going to miss that Christmas music at the beginning of this month's episodes, but welcome, everyone, to another issue of the Comic Bookies podcast. Episode 171 is being brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Uh, Wednesday, December 21st, 2022 is New Comic Book Day, so go out and get your books, new and old, or however you get your comic books. But for me, actually this week I'm actually going into the shop. Very excited about that uh, on Wednesday, so hope to see you guys there, Mark and Sean, but how are you guys doing? It's the final episode of the year. Can't wait to do some sports, comics like we always do, but also to get into just the year, the year in review, right? Just like the good, the bad. Like I, I'm going, I was going through my notes like earlier today, like, dang, this happened this year. That happened this year. Like a lot of talk about like we can honestly do this episode for like four hours, but we're going to try to keep it to two. But anyways, how are you guys doing? The last episode of the year is always my favorite episode, only because of that very thing. You can see all the crap that happened in this past year that we forgot about. But no, nah, everything's good, man. It was a fun weekend. Got to see the TCB brothers for our niece Maddie's beautiful, beautiful birthday. Super fun. And not nah, just things are good, man. You can see the holiday spirits getting more and more merrier by the day. And yeah, it's about that time for people to just... Sit back, relax, enjoy that holiday spirit, nice cup of hot chocolate, and just, you know, enjoy everybody, man. Things are good. How you doing, Mark? What's up, brothers? Glad to be back in the saddle. Like you said, last episode of the year. Man, it's crazy. Came and gone, and we're going to be back in 2023. I think New Year's Day is on a Monday, if I'm not mistaken. Are we saying that we're going to— Sunday. Oh, it is on a Sunday. Okay. So yeah, but yeah, both Christmas Day and New Year's Day are on a Sunday. So yeah, I mean, I figure we'll take this next week off to spend the holidays with family and friends, and then we are back at it, just like the same as always, January second, brother. And with it being the last episode of the year, I know you guys probably can't see it, but I try to get a little bit in the spirit. I didn't have my Santa hat, but I got some like <laughs> Santa PJs, some Christmas PJs on. There you go. Try to get in the spirit and, uh, you know, enjoy this 171st episode of the Comic Bookies podcast with my brothers. It's going to be fun. Like you mentioned, World Cup is over. Domestically is going to start back up. It's getting cold around here. But uh, looking forward to ending the year, looking forward to what 2023 is going to bring all of us individually, you know, spiritually and uh, mentally and, you know, <laughs> everything else. And for our fans as well. And just uh, just excited, man. So, yeah, I mean, see. Mark, you at least have your Christmas PJs on. 
Sean, you actually have something red on. So, you know, OK, yeah. that, that's that's bringing you joy this holiday season. I'm bringing the only thing that's bringing me joy. <laughs> there it in, is. In sports, the holiday season. There it like, is. I, it, I feel like NASCAR is the only sport right now that actually brings me joy. You know, uh, <laughs> A's, Sharks, Raiders, I mean, USC, USC a little bit. But, you know, and then the Warriors aren't doing too hot right now. But, hey, either way. Um, I love to see all the lights, you know, me and the kids, uh, both the kids finally, dude, I know you guys feel me on this. Finally, we've hit a, a, you know, a path in the road that all, both kids are now fully healthy, fingers crossed, knock on whatever kind of wood you have in between your legs or on the wall, whatever type of wood you have, um, like just please like keep them healthy through my daughter's birthday, which is tomorrow. And then Christmas, dude, like. I can't I wait. I get it, bro. I get it, man. This flu season's nuts. You know, we had Kaysen's one year today and just hearing, you know, those freaking number statistics, but just the general gist of, like, how many kids are going in for their freaking flu, getting their flu right. shots. Hey, it's true, mm-hmm. man. It's real. Actually, our neighbor, you know, their kids got the flu heck of bad and, you know, kids no older you know, than Kaysen. So it's, it's right. scary stuff, man. Right. I mean, and then, like, so, so, so my kids went through it a little bit. We had, what, three or four different kids um, from different groups actually drop out of my daughter's party on Saturday because they tested positive for like either RSV or whatever flu A is going around. Like it, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, so, so please, please everyone, especially out there, like, you know, the Midwest and not California where it gets even colder than 32 degrees at night, like please bundle up, please keep the kids, you know, healthy and safe, especially during the holiday season. But man, crazy times. It is man. Uh, okay, cool. So if we don't have, you know, Without further ado, let's get this episode started. We're going to kind of keep the the you know the bread and butter you know or bread and butter you know, meat and potatoes you know hey I like hey remember how he, did you ever have bread and butter when you were a kid? Come on, bread now, butter. Man. I had some earlier, man. Right, I'm Portuguese, some Portuguese, I, Portuguese bro. Come on some now. toast, butter. some butter, a little bit of sugar and cinnamon on that thing. Oh, such Come a good on. snack. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the ones that you put in the toaster. Awesome. Yeah, dude. Right. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, you know what? Fine. That's what I'm calling it. The bread and butter of the podcast. We will be talking sports and comics, but we are going to mix it up a little bit and end the year right. And, um, you know, just whatever. Like whatever happened in the year 2022, whether it be sports, comics, anything else in the world that happened, I just can't wait to kind of recap this year. And uh, especially the things that are negative, kind of wipe it, wipe the slate clean, wipe it off our shoulders, dust off your shoulders like Jay-Z said, and just start 2023 fresh, have some new ideas for the show that are hopefully going to happen and come to fruition. And yeah, let's just uh, end this thing right, man. So sports is first. So let's start with the World Cup, the world sport. Congratulations to I know you guys aren't the happiest of campers because you would have probably wanted to see, you know, they didn't really they, they played a lot in Spain, right? You know, a Clasico uh, a bunch of times. But I know every single Portuguese fan would want Ronaldo to win the World Cup over Messi. But at the same time, if you don't hate the guy, then you can't help but feel good for the guy finally getting that one win to kind of round it round out his career. You know, like he he can retire if he wants to. I don't know if he's going to. But, yeah, I mean, the game was super, super fun. Um, it was one of those ones where I like I went to bed, but I had to get up early for something. So I came into it um, when did I, I started watching it, like right after they scored and tied it. Like I missed pretty much the whole game, but I saw, oh, we're going into extra time, like extra time. <laughs> I thought it was like two zero when I went to bed. Or whatever. So, yeah, it was a super crazy game. I'm sure you guys have more insight on it because you actually were able to actually watch the game. Uh, officially one of the best games I've ever watched. It really was. Uh, I think we solidified a couple things. Mbappe is the truth. Uh, he is just a different breed. And, yeah, Messi, he's, I mean, I don't use the word goat for him, but legend. 
Mount Rushmore of soccer, oh, it's there's not it's not even close. Like he does things that's just after a goal you can hear the English announcer. It had to be him, and it had to be him. Like right. he's just he's different, man. That team, I think me and Mark kept saying it. They weren't the best Argentina team. I could have named a handful of teams better than that Argentina team, but Messi is just the one that kept them together. I I almost felt like that team was so motivated. As much as they wanted to win for that country, they wanted to win for Messi. And the reality is, man, I can't name one bad thing about that guy in terms of never gotten a scandal, doesn't play the wrong way. Like he, man, he's a legend for sure. And congrats to Argentina. <laughs> Gotta just tip your cap for him, man. Definitely. The game started off, you know, looking like it was going to be an Argentinian route with, I think it hit halftime and it was 2-0. Yeah. So obviously, you know, they were able to come back and just tie it 2-2, go into extra time. And, you know, Mbappe just with the hat trick at 23 years old, just already a legend in his own right. If he would have won back-to-back World Cups, sure. I would have really just enjoyed to see where his career could have gone from here. Obviously, he hasn't been able to get the eluded uh, Champions League for Paris Saint-Germain, which he plays on with Messi over there. But I just think that uh, that would either story, I think, would have been great. And obviously, exactly like you said, Sean, with Argentina wanting to win for Messi with them, Mike mentioned it. You know, they were going to win the rest of the group after losing to that that first game against Saudi Arabia. Not only did they win the next two games and win the group, they won every single game after that. Um, you know, has there been some, you know, talks about a lot of PKs being awarded and whatnot? I think, yes, that you can look at that angle. But at the end of the day, when you make it to the World Cup final, I mean, you have to eventually play the best of the best. And just to keep grinding all these games to get yeah. to the final, you know, it, it's tough, man. It's tough. Portugal, I think, deserved better. I think they could have beat Morocco. We've talked about this before. I think that if we could, you know, have to face France, I think it would have been tough. We've seen how I think, you know, France is pretty good for about at least two to three, if not four goals a game. They're high powered. I mean, you know, congratulations, Messi. I'd also like to say congratulations to Croatia, another team that made the final finished second place in 2018, finished third place in 2022. Congratulations to them. You know, Modric, great player, another older one as well. You know, a little goat in his own right, representing his country, a solid man, you know, no acquisition or no accusations or none of that with him as well. So just this was a great World Cup to round off some of these like good careers. You know, Luis Suarez, although they didn't make it out of the group stage, but just, you know, I I know, but, you know, (laughs) Uh, it's a farewell tour for a lot of these guys. You're right, farewell though. Farewell tour and just uh, messy with the ultimate, uh, you know, capitulation to make it all come together, you know. And he got the what? He got the Copa America as well. I think when not that Copa long America, ago. So. Past couple, yeah. I mean, kind of hard not to, you know, like you said, um, especially with the way his uh, Ronaldo's antics have been, and now with him lifting the Copa, the this gold cup, right? So. Kind of hard not to, to say that he ain't the GOAT, in my opinion, but you see the picture behind me. If you guys were watching live, you know, got a couple of legends there in their own right. I mean, but honestly, I mean, I I have a I can pose a question to you guys that I have. But if you guys want to keep talking about the World Cup, we can. But I want to ask you guys something as well. But give us your thoughts on it, Mike, what you saw when you can. I know some of these games were didn't really work out in your schedule. Right. With work I, and sleep. But what do you think, brother? I mean, it was... I think we've had two, 
maybe three straight World Cups that have been less memorable than the previous ones. I I think when I first started to watch, watch World Cups in 2006, Germany, I think – I can't remember who won those ones, right? But I just mean the <clears throat> event – Every time they went in between, like at halftime, they'd go down to the beach in in Rio and talk to some fans or playing beach volleyball and stuff. It just like felt like it was a good time. You know, South Africa with the Vuvuzelas, there was always something to be talked about, right? Germany was just a classic. Like the Germans were one of the best teams at the time too, you know, and then with with Russia, you know, just kind of a, I don't know, <laughs> Russia mm-hmm. being being Russia is just whatever, like the venue. And of course, Qatar, right? The the money behind it, the the lack of alcohol, there was... Going into it, and even the first game or two, there was always, you know, these negative, you know, uh, these these negative stories to be connected mm-hmm. with Qatar, right? But some of those games, I I will say that the round of 16 and on, like the the knockout stage, was some of the best soccer I've seen, right? Morocco making their Cinderella run up to the semifinals, Argent Argentina. France, you know, and, and then all three of our teams at least making it to the knockout stage. Portugal, Poland, USA, we at least got to pl- uh, watch our teams play meaningful games, even though Poland, you know, and USA were eliminated, you know. Hey, at least they made some kind of run, right? Something to look forward to in 2026, right, in, uh, for USA. So I think overall it was it, it was good for soccer. Um, unfortunately, like I always say in the U S and it's, and it's, you know, I say it in a jokingly way, but I would want soccer to be more popular, but unfortunately now it, you know, soccer goes back to being number See you in four years, <laughs> 13 most popular sport in the United States, you know, like it, it's mm-hmm. very unfortunate, but you know, it is what it is, but at least, uh, you know, hardcore soccer fans and, and, you know, people who are either French and Argentinian or whoever, Hey, at least they can say that, you know, it was a good tournament for their teams at least, you know? It's a national it's a national holiday in Argentina tomorrow, brother. It is, bro. They named it. Dude, what about <laughs> France though? I was thinking about this earlier and it's crazy. They won the World Cup. I don't know if it was ninety six, but it may be ninety six versus Brazil. Then they've been to a World Cup final versus Italy, they lost. The World Cup final versus Croatia, they won. The World Cup final versus Argentina, they lost. The right. Euro Cup final versus Portugal, they lost. But it's like that's like five to six major championships they've made in like the past twenty years. Like, they're a factory, bro. They're a factory, and, you know, congrats to them in their own right, man. You know, they lost, but it's one of those, it's just like, right. to have the longevity of being that consistent, of always being one of, like, the superior teams is like, you know, that says something about the nation for sure. Their their youth is obviously really good, and they're continuing to keep developing. Like, well, Mark said, when's the last time, like, a PSG won a major trophy? I'm talking international, or international, like, Champions League. Right. You know, these these, you know, French leagues, no offense, they're not going to winning all these big time continental trophies, but yet they're developing these players that they're putting them in freaking championship positions year in and year out in these major tournaments. So didn't they have a few injuries too? Didn't they have, like Paul Pogba wasn't had, playing? I think it was projected five starter that didn't even show up. Like, yeah, shit. yeah. You know. I mean, and they. Yeah, you know, right. That's crazy. Conte <laughs> or yeah, Conte, Pogba, Benzema. That was three. I've got the other couple, but I mean, that's right. Benzema. That's enough to even hear that right there. <laughs> right. I I will say you no. Know, so hopefully, any non-soccer fans, hopefully they've gotten through this segment without pressing the little you know thirty-second skip you know <laughs> onto the next segment. But I will say that I saw actually right like two hours ago a comedian talking about the world cup and about soccer and stuff. And he goes, you know, like, you know, I'm a soccer. So this is his bit. I'm a soccer fan, you know, and everyone who's not a soccer fan says, Oh, it's boring. You know, they don't score anything or whatever, you know? So here's my argument to that. So, you know, 
what sport would we say that's the most popular and the most entertaining in America? American football, like football, right? The NFL. It's the same thing as soccer, but you guys just have fake points. In soccer, you, you if it's two if it's two to one, it's two to one. The it's score's fourteen four, seven. It, it's, 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 if it's fourteen seven, no, it's not. It's two to one, and and the rest of it's just fairyland points. It's the same <laughs> thing. Right. Whoa, so keep going, Mike. Keep going. I like this. So, so I was like, you know what? That's actually, and I, I busted out laughing. I was like, you know what? That's pretty true, right? It's you know, all it's, psychological. Then. Right. All psychological. If, you know, like, oh, oh, won't you score? Like, like, won't you score? Okay. You just watched a, uh, like, you just watched a game a couple weeks ago between the Jets and the and the Patriots, and the only touchdown score was at the very end of the game. That's like a 90th minute goal to win 1-0 in soccer. So. Yeah. There it well is. Said, well said, Michael. I like that, sir. You're very welcome. I know you're surprised that I said it, but hey, I, I, I seriously, I'm kind of flabbergasted right now. Right. Would like you? <laughs> would Would my two co-hosts sitting across from me? Um, would you guys say that? Do you think that Ronaldo playing in what is it now? Actually, three different domestic leagues compared to Messi pretty much playing on one. You know, he's been on PSG, I think, what, two years now, but pretty much on one domestic league because, you know, I was having this conversation today and it's kind of like so the way I look at it is, yes, they got a lot of goals, a lot of accolades. They kicked ass in the Spanish league, right, because Barcelona, Real Madrid throwing Atletico in there, you know. Kind of just run that whole league. And we see that with many leagues throughout the world, not just Europe. But that's why we call like the or the English Premier League the best league in the world or the most uh, competitive. Right. So, you know, Ronaldo played for that league. He also played at, at La Liga. He also played for Juventus, another powerhouse team. He racked up like a lot of accolades, a lot of points in different, you know, domestic leagues. While Messi kind of just did it in one, did it his own way. But do you think like. And my first question is, do you think Ronaldo deserves um, for playing in the Premier League and getting a Champions League with Manchester United and then getting one, I think, with Juventus as well, if I'm not mistaken? Don't quote me, but I think he might have gotten one. He didn't win a Champions League with them. He didn't. He didn't. You're right. He just got the five with uh, Real Madrid. Sorry. But anyway, um, yeah. And then do you think that, um, like, do you think Messi will get one with PSG? Do you think he'll retire? Do you like what do you think is like what their like their statuses? Do you think like you know you guys get what I'm trying to ask you guys? I think Ronaldo much. deserves. I mean, whoever the goat is is the goat. It's going to be a biased answer no matter what. Does the World Cup help Messi? Does a freaking World Cup and Messi? I think it actually go to any league and be hella good, if not dominant slash the best. So I think he's going to win a Champions League at PSG. Probably not, because I think what you said. I think. What the English teams do, and even some Spanish teams, they go against like tough matchups damn near week in and week out. And I just don't see that in the French league. So sometimes it's easy to lower your form a little bit, even like Bayern Munich. That's like the exception because they're just hella good all the freaking time. But Ronaldo, I think he's had a risky career, which paid off. He went to all these different teams and he dominated that league. I think Ronaldo can do everything Messi did. But I don't know if Messi can do everything Ronaldo did. Maybe the way Ronaldo did it. Because I don't know, Ronaldo just, he was just a freak of nature. He, you know, his size, his speed, the way that he does things. But there's no doubt. I mean, the counter argument is Messi, like, he's five foot nothing. Lower center gravity, we talked about last week. Those players are the freaking hardest to play against. And you know he's left footed and he still freaking dominates. So, you know, I think the arguments, I, you know, I don't even know what to say when it comes to, uh, 
how to say this guy's better than that guy or that guy's better than this guy. Messi's a little bit younger, like a couple years than He's Ronaldo. Like one and a year and a half younger. But I, I would say I feel like I know there are different positions, but I feel like Messi is playing at a higher level right now. I think Ronaldo, Ronaldo had more wear and tear though, because he played more of a winger. So I think Messi kind of being a little bit of like a winger forward now, more of a center mid, he kind of just goes with the flow. Like Ronaldo is just kind of like that, just high speed, super yeah, he, speed. He makes those runs. Speed. Mm-hmm. He makes those long, super speedy runs, and those are wear and tear in your body when you're 37 years old. So I think the wear and tear you're seeing a lot quicker on Ronaldo than Messi now. So that's one thing. I mean, when I hear, oh, Messi's better now, duh. <laughs> the guy is 37, Ronaldo. And you see it, bro. Look at his freaking FIFA speed. It's not even 90 anymore. I mean, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, throw a little joke in, but you know, shoot, it's true Jesus. though. I will say, okay. how, oh, go ahead, Sean. You finish. Oh no, you go. Well, it's totally, it's totally off topic. But how is the Ronaldo household right now? Do you think? Because isn't his wife Argentinian? <laughs> no, she's Spanish. Spanish. No, she's not. She's Argentinian. Huh? She moved to Spain. Oh, oh. she's. Oh, you know what? You are right. I know. Come on now. Watch, come on now. Where's the watch the Georgina show? Georgina, yes. come on. We watch the show on Hulu, bro. Yeah, but that she's is. she's she's Argentina who moved to Spain and worked at that you know perfume or jewelry store uh-huh. in 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 uh, Madrid. That's where <clears throat> where they met. So yeah, so that's pretty funny. Uh, that's what uh, Danielle was uh, saying earlier. Like, oh, I wonder how that household's taking it right now because I'm like, sure. is she celebrating? Is she rubbing in his face because like her home country you know won a World Cup? Yeah, it's pretty funny. I think deep down Ronaldo might be like. Of course, he has a competitive nature. I'm the best. And you hear him now. He still says he's the best. But I think he's especially has a soft spot, where, believe it or not, for Messi. That's his, like, I don't know, Larry Magic. Like, that was his, that was the guy. Always is one or the other. And, like, you know. They pushed each other to be better. They pushed each better. other, bro. Without each other, they would not be where they're at right now. I guarantee that. So yeah. for one of them, at least, to walk away with the trophy, it could be like, hey, like, in a weird way, I played my part for him to get there. For sure. Yeah. Like Batman Joker, you know? There it is. But the Joker had the last laugh, you know? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So enough of that. (laughs) Just kidding. All right. So see you uh, in, uh, let's see, soccer. 2026. uh, 2026. Look your tickets, baby. We're going to games for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark, you said that at least least four games being played in Levi Stadium. Hey, you know what? I'm down for one. Up to four. It could be up to four, four, yes. Oh, okay, so and we got and that, 12 cities, I believe, right? And that includes like all rounds or just the group stage? All rounds could be. I mean, they could get like a Obviously, quarterfinal or a some right. or whatever. Yeah, dude, some kind of group stage. Who get, who gives a shit? Turn that who it is, bro. Turn that to Tobago versus Greenland. I don't give a shit. We're going. Well, <laughs> well, they also said that like these cities that are gonna host these games, that like, you know, this World Cup's gonna be so big that having like four four games at Levi's would be almost like having four Super Bowls there. Is what they're saying. It's probably true. And guess what? <laughs> I am, bro, we're parking like eight light rail stops away. And dude, That's fine. screw going anywhere near that stadium with a car. Screw that. It's going to take I, us years to get out of that place. The energy, bro, is going to be enough through the roof, bro. It's a World Cup. That's a great thing. All it takes is one group stage game. And bro, it's like, the, sh- our, it's like the Super Bowl, bro. Scarves and stuff. And it's going to be in the summertime, so we'll actually get to, like, dress warm. We won't have to be in, like, parkas and beanies and uh, fucking hey, freezing. We're bringing back the Vuvuzelas. That's for damn sure. I wouldn't be surprised. You, uh, you know what? Either Vuvuzelas or America's going to create their own s- stupid thing that America always does to kind of make them more memorable, right? But it is yeah. in Mexico. It is in Canada. So, you know, so it's. I wonder if it's going to be a competition of who's the crazier fans, right? Well, obviously, we know that's Mexico. But 
that's neither here nor there. But America's going to do something to be over the top above, right, above and beyond. So we'll see. Uh, 16 extra countries to kind of play around with too so it's gonna be a did you guys did you guys hear that jerry's world is getting like some crazy facelift like 300 million or something (laughs) just for the world just for the world cup for the world cup because they have to play on real grass right which is why i'm so surprised they're not having it in allegiant stadium it's real grass or arizona it's real i mean well arizona is kind of like oh in arizona but so is santa clara other that Santa Clara, Santa, like like people know that they they don't play at San Francisco, right? They're gonna be sort of a candlestick. Where's candlestick? Yeah. Where's the Coit Tower? What the hell? Where's the Golden San Francisco's a melting pot. You can literally have any country play a game here, and it's gonna have probably those fans there. You know, I mean, any game oh, will for sure. Up, but oh yeah, it's thousands a from each country. Oh, Just for sure. Imagine how those hotels in Vegas would be taken if they had that as a destination like that's just a jackpot man the nightlife the casinos the restaurants the entertainment talk FIFA about did. like a taste of us for these foreign people like FIFA i wouldn't i wouldn't did them I, dirty i wouldn't be surprised if local hotels around these stadiums they already know the venues i wouldn't be surprised if people are already calling saying can you reserve the summer of 2026 yeah wouldn't be surprised yeah. i definitely am trying to look for places to start getting ever, at least you, updates you, you can't ever put nothing past some footy fans mikey Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, okay, 26, man. Can't wait. Book your trip. Book your trip. Book your trip. Book your trip. Powers Biela uh, Travel Agency. We got you. All right, let's do just it. Start, just, if you go through Powers, just remember, every every flight will be red eye. So make sure you get that. <laughs> <laughs> or depends where you're flying from, baby. Or ask Crack at Dawn in the morning, the first or the last flight. Yeah. It's always the cheapest. It is, right, Sean? Southwest Never Airlines fails, bro. on the app. Never fails. It's like, oh, hey, you want to pay $69 and leave at 5 in the morning? Or do you want to leave at like noon, 1 o'clock and pay $7,000? Like, what do you want to do? 7000 <laughs> It's It seems like it, bro. It seems like it's like, oh, my God, it's 150 bucks round trip. Yeah, I'm leaving at 6 a.m. both days. But if I wanted to leave at a more comfortable time, like 3 p.m. or whatever, it's like 500 bucks. Like, yeah, bro, it's astronomical. It's the, the, the hike in price is exponential. Unbelievable. Supply so, and okay. demand, Papa. Basic right. econo- economics. Right. P- people pay more for convenience, right? The convenience of being able to sleep in and kind of take your time to get to the airport, right? When in reality, I'd rather get there, butt crack a dawn. There's no security. You know, I hate people. So there's no, you know, there's less people to the mouth breathers walking around with their shoes off. No, there's less people. Jeez. Can I take this liquid in there? <laughs> Girl, this is more than, right? I swear, I, I, I don't remember packing that in my bag. What do you mean I can't take my double-headed gummy snakes on the plane with me? <laughs> <laughs> there it are. There they are. Right? Last, okay, the cool. Last one right here, by the way. Oh, God. Oh. Dude. You're not even in comics, and you're already eating the last one, brother? Right? Bro. Um, so NFL Week 15 is over. Week 16 is here. I will say um, just go ahead and just put a cap in the Raiders season now. They don't, they don't have to play any other games the rest of the season. How that game ended against Bill Belichick, against the Patriots, like, that's it. My season's done. I don't have to play Pittsburgh. I don't have to play the 49ers. I don't have to play Kansas City. I'm done. I'm good. They mathematically could not, even before the game, they math the Jets lost. So they're technically still in it. People pe- people would you know, argue that, oh, God, you're just ruining your, your draft position. We all know that the Raiders can't really draft worth a shit in the first round. You know, Max Crosby's a third-round pick, you know, like in – you know, Derek Carr is a second round pick. 
So, you know, you're at a three percent chance right now in playoffs. What, what, right. what, what, what's the circumstances? You need uh, Patriots to lose out, I think. Just to lose out, you need to win out. I need right. to think of another team, but it's, it's something that's not going to happen. But you know, like especially the Pittsburgh. last four games of the season, it's always it'd be so cool. You know, it's always good to beat the Patriots. It's always good to beat the Steelers, right? Like for my dad's generation. Of course, it's always a Raider Niner rivalry. It's always good to beat them, you know. And then of course the Chiefs, the division rival. All these four teams that we're playing from now until the end of the season are are the teams that are like oh you know like yes we should be losing to get a better draft p- a choice, but if we win, yeah you know good what, wins. You know, it's a good win, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, but a good week overall. I don't know how you guys, Sean, you took like an O for in the contest, didn't you? I was like O for or one for. Yeah, I think it was O for. I was I was just straight dog shit. Right, and it was early in the week too because we had just started the afternoon games, and I looked. I think my mom took an O for. Uh, Aaron took an O for. You took an O. Like it was a hard week for me. Who took yeah. O fors? My mom. You did. You're supposed to keep in the hunt. I'm like I'm hey, like hey, three I, behind I though right now. I, I think I, three or four. I went uh. three and one again. Yeah, I had a bad one, but I think everyone I needed to do bad did bad, so at least I'm still in third, but yeah, it's a bad weekend. Yeah, Mark, you went two and two, right? Yeah. And then I so was did Lurk Boys, so, so there's a leaderboard right here. So your leaderboard for your 2020 Comic Bookie Super Contest, uh, Mark and Lurk Boys sit atop at 34 wins, three wins in front of Sean now, who's second place. 31? 31. Okay, so I did win one, okay. <laughs> And then Aaron, our friend Joe, my mom, and my brother sit right there at 29, and cool. I'm, and then I'm tied for you know eighth or whatever with was it your cousin Chad, Mr. Chad Bowers, uh, Treasure Island Comics, um, and myself sit right there with 27 wins. So still, you know, seven wins out, but at least I'm making a late season push. You know, maybe. Sneak up into third place. You never know. Third, I'm only four wins behind you, Sean, for third place. That's how close it is. It's crazy. You know, so it's pretty crazy. So three more weeks to go. Um, but yeah, um, so go ahead and get the week started, guys. What games kind of uh, jump out to you or if you want to talk about a, a few games from this past week? I think I got more importantly ask you guys this before we do get into games because I know how I feel about it. Primetime in Seattle. How do you guys feel about Brock Purdy now? Is it one of those like it's not I'm not saying uh, like established, but is it one of those like, fuck, I got to be sorry. I got to be impressed with the kid. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's fine. Like, like, I think I was saying this either to you guys in person or, you know, in private or on the microphone last week. There's a few third downs that happen like third and six, third and 11. Right. And this was two weeks ago against Miami, I think or whoever they're playing two weeks ago and he's making those throws, right? He's, he's got better maneuverability from side to side than he can make those throws still either on the run or just, you know, after he's moved a little bit better than Jimmy G. If Jimmy G's, you know, is under center that third and 11, oh, hmm. they're punt like they're, punting. The- like they're punting. Like I already have it in my head. They're punting. But now this guy, dude, he's making, he's making the plays, man. And then combined with the running scheme they have with McCaffrey combined with the defense they have, I don't care who he is. I don't care who the quarterback is. Like you guys still have a very good shot at at least even making it to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. I as like much it. as it like makes me want to vomit to say that. Yeah, it could very well happen. Well said, Michael. I feel the same way. Yeah, Sean, you had one win. Sorry, you had tonight. I still you won, suck. Yeah, you won Green Bay. So my mom took an offer. Your cousin took an offer. No one went four and zero. But yeah. But I took three wins, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and the 
lock of the week right there, the L.A. Chadges, which we were losing for most of the game, and they came back and freaking scabbed freaking two-and-a-half-point win. That was crazy. All right, so do you guys think – well, I guess transitioning from the Brock Purdy into this week, is the Niner game at all kind of a trap game with it just being a touchdown spread versus the Commanders in in Santa Clara? Well, I will say, Sean, that I would say that I would – look to take even though it's on a short week for washington i would look to take the um washington commanders because it's a look ahead game for the niners they're worried about las vegas next week you know (laughs) no kidding (laughs) biggest look ahead game oh god i don't know this is like i mean this is where i go into mark being more of the the more you know because especially in the first half especially in the first half washington looked like dog like ass they looked horrible against um New new york yeah. What's your mindset on that, Mark? Seeing like just a touchdown spread. Best defense in football versus like at the end of the day, like just forget the record. They are a below average team, but uh, you know what? Um good teams win, great teams cover, Sean. That is a okay. weird line, but I I'd probably lay it if I was gonna take the if I was gonna play that game, I'd probably take the Niners being at home. The only thing that I would say is, are they going to throttle back a little bit and not play as hard? They've already won the division. Do they not want to rest? Um, excuse me, but I'm and not. It's even, and it's even less of rest for the, the Washington Commanders. They play Saturday, and they just played yesterday. I mean, no, yeah, sorry, yesterday last night. night. Last night. So it's not a full week rest or, what, or, or even short rest because they played a night game. It's a whole another 24 hours shorter rest because they have to travel, and they're playing Saturday. I don't really take the I don't really take the rest that much into consideration. I would I think the weather's gonna I think the weather's gonna be okay. But let me ask you: Is Washington are they vying for a playoff spot right now? They are. They're one game out right now, I believe. Well, there you go. So you got a team that just clinched, a team that's been playing pretty damn good. Um, they could retrace a little bit. I mean, seven points is seven points. Um, I don't know, man. Actually, knowing that now, maybe if it gets to like seven and a half, I'd play it. But um, at seven, I I don't know. It's just not a game I'm really looking at to play. Yeah. I definitely I like the Niners to win. Uh, you know, Brock keep going. You know, unless he has, I mean, he could be due for a bad game That's... as well. Hard game to handicap, man. Honestly, that is a hard game to handicap. I'll probably stay steer clear of that one. You know what, what, game can't, is, what game is not hard to handicap is the Raiders and Steelers. 18 degrees. Oh, God. Steelers, Steelers all freaking day. Steelers. <laughs> Minus two and a half. Oh, that is. That, that's, lock that's it my, in. That's my mortal lock of the week right Mitchell, there. Mitchell Trubisky is going to be freaking Terry, Terry Bradshaw this week. Oh, that's uh, that's the oh, Sunday oh. night football game as well, too. It is. Christmas and it's Eve. the and it's the 50th anniversary of the bullshit immaculate reception. So, of there course, the Steelers is. have to win, right? There it is. Of course, because the NFL is not a business. What would you guys say? It's not a sports entertainment, so they're allowed to fix the games. WWE. You know that that that's a low line. Um, you know, I don't know, bro. Pittsburgh kind of weak, in my opinion. They're hella weak. 
They, they went into the cover for me this week. When yeah, and Carolina. I had Carolina because Carolina duped me the week before in Seattle and went up to Seattle and did what the, what the Niners were able to do a week after. So I thought with Carolina trying to play for a playoff spot, if they could win out, you know, after the season, crazy season, horrible, if you could say that as well in the beginning, in the ba- Baker Mayfield fiasco, Robbie Anderson BS. I mean, if they, they were fighting for a playoff spot. So I thought they were going to show up a lot better at home at Bank of America State stadium down there in carolina but uh they didn't do it and pittsburgh went in there and kind of rolled them and uh, i just don't think pittsburgh's that good of a team so i mean if this gets to three i'd take the raiders honestly i mean you can <laughs> be shaking his head <laughs> but. bro it's nighttime it's, it's a saturday night right saturday night dude hell no prime time 18 degrees Derek Carr playing in fresno state and you know vegas oakland how many times I want you to go back and I, we need to look yeah, at stats. Yeah, but then again, every you time want... he plays in Chicago or Green Bay or something somewhere, New York. Okay. What's, what's his against the spread or what's his overall record? I'll on... take it. I'll take an 18 degree Derek Carr over Maserati Mitch, though. I don't know, man. And especially if the Raiders are a little healthy again now with Waller and Renfro back and everything. So they still I mean, can't they still can't hold a double digit lead to save their freaking lives. They almost did it again. They should have. Yeah, they did. They should have done it again. They uh, the toilet bowl on Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen. They freaking suck. Do, all right, um, so is Vegas basically telling us that Jalen Hurst isn't going to play with the Cowboys at a minus six? Man, I, I, saw, s- dude, like, I saw some like mean post. Like someone was like going hard on the NFL <clears throat> saying that they that, that they're rigging it. And like, you know, oh, they're, they're saying that Jalen Hurst is, is not going to play. And they're making they're making him not play. So the less the less black player can win the MVP. I was like, damn. I mean, I never want. Wild. Right, like, like I'm, I'm usually not the one to think about that kind of stuff. But it's like, Jesus Christ, what if that people, kind of a conspiracy that theory, way, bro? People right, think I know. That way. It's pretty no crazy. Doubt, there's no doubt that he should be the MVP. That's just crystal clear. I don't care. There's no argument that would say right. otherwise. But sprained ankle or uh, elbow, and I see that he's doubtful for the game. So he plays. How healthy is he going to be? It's going to be a super tough matchup. Maybe they split the Cowboys games. They have two of them in the last three, I believe. Who's their uh, back Minshew, quarterback? Minshew Magic. That's another one. Oh, like, Washington you know State's finest. And you Cornstash, know what? Cornstash Mitch, you know, he's not too bad either. You know, if we're talking lines right now, I'm seeing Dallas minus six. Philadelphia with that defensive line and and, and, mm-hmm. ha- and how they can they can force turnovers. Dak Prescott, another double-digit uh, interception season. More than last year already. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they can at least cover a six-point spread. Detroit Lions back-to-back road favorites. Boy's been killing it lately. When are they going to come back down to earth? I just talked about this team. Carolina, I mean, this is a tricky-ass game. This is a game I want nothing to do with. You know know why, though? The only quarterback who hasn't turned the ball over a period in the last six games. Goff. Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) That is crazy. So, So this is a tricky spread, and, of course, Thursday night, the prime game, yeah. Jackson, Jacksonville. Jacksonville at the Jets. So it's like the Jets, like it's like an even. It's like it's. A, I think it's that even right now. Like this is a spot where, where, the, where the Jets win, right? The win Jets out Jacksonville, win. and you're in the playoffs. You have a chance, right? Like Seems like that's the same position for so many teams. Win out and you're in. But yeah. they don't need. But they don't need no one else's help. This is almost uh, like yeah, they control their own destiny. That's who the, the Jags? Yes, Jags win out. They're in the playoffs. 
that was like the when the, that was, they're two that games was... under 500. Crazy. We'll look at their division. Division leader yeah. is seven and seven, uh, Tennessee. Oh, and if my you really, God, it's right. If, Holy if, shit. They just went the, out. Look at the NFC South. It's a home South. game. Holy shit. NFC you, South, every team has a minus every, scoring differential. If, if you look at the NFC South and the the way their schedules match up, there's a possibility that the winner of that division can come out and out six and eleven. The winner of the division, six and eleven. Six and eleven. <laughs> Worst division yes. since the Niner uh, that Niner season. I don't know. We didn't make the playoffs, but it was like a Seahawks. sub five hundred team. Seahawks five hundred team. We're seven and nine. Mm-hmm. Oh God, so ugly. They were seven and nine. I think and that might have been the year. That they won the first round playoff game versus Saints. I think it was a uh, was Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch yes. grabbing his crotch. Damn, bro, it's crazy, bro. Times a flying, dude. I mean, yeah, football season yeah. always t- flies, dude. That sucks. It's always I like mean, the the best the ho- you know October, November, December because the holiday seasons those always fly by because people you know and then of course football is smack dab in the middle of that so it's like oh man it it feels like it's ten weeks and not bro. twenty. 22. Brock Purdy, they said he was the the first San Francisco 49er to win his first two starts since Colin Kaepernick in 2012. I said, mm-hmm. damn, Kaepernick was already 10 plus years ago Bro, already. He's... Time flies, man. You're welcome, I was thinking, I would have said more like seven, eight, nine, like damn, 10, 11 already, man. If it, yeah. if it wasn't for me going to the game, you know. Niners versus Rams, and you know, there it was, bro. Alex Smith goes down with the injury, and enter Colin Kaepernick, yeah. and the rest is history. The You're welcome. Me, me, and my Mike in his USC gear. It was another day. It was me, <laughs> him, Joe, Mr. Bedford, and we couldn't even get a freaking result. They tied that game. I was like, God damn, my first ever tried. Niner game. I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll go. I didn't even see it. I didn't even get to see a team. Wait, win. you went what to a hell? Niner game that they tied, and I Alex dragged him Smith to the ended stick, his bro. career almost. Stick. So, so yeah, so we went to the stick. And we tailgated, had a great time, got a bunch of beers inside. Um, and yeah, and then Alex Smith gets hurt and then enter Colin Kaepernick and they tie the Rams. The I was like, what now. the hell? Sad to say, bro. St. Louis sad, sad Rams, say, ladies and gentlemen. The sad to say, Louis like the last, last 10 years, I've probably been to as many Niner games as I've been to Raider games because I've been to like two at Levi's, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't go to Raider. I mean, and this is, before, you know, of course, before a couple of years ago when they before they moved to Vegas, you know, we, we stopped getting season tickets. So I was going to more Sharks games than Raider games. And I just never really wanted it because you know, we sucked. So it was like people reached out. Hey, I got an extra ticket in our game. Oh, cool. I went to that one. Uh, the Monday night game against the Vikings, Sean, when you like your your uh, DraftKings team went off and you won like four or five, six hundred bucks where you finished, you know. Okay. Right. It was crazy. Yeah. Well, there's always one thing I'll thank the Raiders for, a nice t- a Tim Tebow night, Mike leaving early, and my love life is history after that. All right, that's right. You know? yeah, that was, yeah, that was fun. Oh, hey, Tim Tebow, you're the reason why I'm with Marissa, basically. What? Pretty much. You'll you never, never understand, Mark. <laughs> Tim Tebow, Let me just say a, this man, like, a, man of, a man of God. <laughs> well, the man of God, let's say one quick minute. Tim Tebow dominates Raiders. Mike leaves early. Goes to the club bar. Well, which one? Kirby. No, Kirby's not. Well, he was pissed because Tebow dominated. Uh, so, so me and Steven, we went Thursday night football. <laughs> and I was like, dude, fuck this, man. The Raiders are losing by like 20, almost 30 points. And it's like halftime. Like, dude, fuck this. Let's look at it. I got work tomorrow. Let's go, dude. So I go home and I'm sitting there and it's like end of the third quarter because we get home pretty early. I was like, I call up Sean and two of our and other you buddies. left that early? Yeah. Oh, it was a beat down. Because we were because we were given tickets and it was Thursday night, so I'm like, dude, fuck this, man. I got work you didn't tomorrow. Go to the like, east, you weren't you didn't just chill in the East Side Club? No, <laughs> hell no. 
and then so and then we go to mojo's out there oh, in fremont and then and then marissa's there that night she's with but her. i thought you had work the next day yeah he did we had to work a lot of thursdays mark yeah, so, and mondays yeah so what <laughs> We had a lot of 2 a.m. mornings, I, work at 6 a.m. If I was if I was going to come to work kind of tired, not really hungover, but kind of tired because I actually could drink a little bit back then and not be hungover, um, I'd rather do it, you know, locally where I'm right down the street from my house. I'm with, you know, Sean and Chris and Forrest and stuff. And then, yeah, and then Marissa's there with her, her coworkers from BJ's and the rest is history, bro. Thank you, Tim. Thank, Thank you, Tim, you. bro. Thank you, Tim. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. This week, well, let's just... Let's have a good football week. My quick pick, I know we're going to get into picks here shortly. I'm going to go Niners. I have not been on the Niners, I think, in about three or four weeks. So let's keep the good times rolling. Seven-game win streak. Get to eight. I know we're pushing for that second seed. We went out. One Minnesota loss. We have something to play for also, baby. Um, I'm going – you know, the Texans have fought against the Cowboys. Valiantly. And the Chiefs. Two, two straight weeks, they cover double-digit spreads. The Tennessee Titans are still fighting for a division, right? They're at home. It's a touchdown spread. I think they revert back. I think Derrick Henry and company, I think they, you know, pull it together. They reel it in and they finish out the season sort of strong and kind of squeak out that division in the South. I'm taking the Tennessee Titans to cover seven points or whatever it is on our pool. At home against the Texans. I like that. I think I'm going to do that one. I'd have to check the injury report, but I like the Browns. Brownies. Who do they play? At home against uh, New Orleans, minus three. Okay. Yes. Yes, they're gonna win that game too. Okay. Get a little massage before, you know, a little rub and tug. I like so. that one. Good call, Mark. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Hey, whatever's lo- whatever loosens them up, baby. Oh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Whatever. whatever, whatever All yeah. right. So we we still have uh, the end of the year kind of year in review. So let's quickly go through some comic books. I did read like 14 or 15 books for this week, but I'm really nice. down to just kind Can of you talk about all of them, please. No, 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 absolutely not. Or else this is going to be a three hour episode. So let's just kind of highlight like one or two books each. I will run down what's coming out this Wednesday, but yeah, let's just get, let's just get to it quick. Uh, so DC, uh, Nightwing 99, almost to a hundred issues for Nightwing. Atta boy. Nice. Tom, um, what the hell is his name? Not Daddy. Tom, not Tom King, but Tom, what the hell is his name? Um, Tom. Tom Tober. Tom Tober. No, seeing and seeing him at uh, David Buster's. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell no. Um, no, the other the Australian writer. Uh, what the hell is his name? Anyways, um, yeah, The Flash. <laughs> seven eighty nine. Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths number seven. That's the end of that uh, big series. Batman Superman World's Finest number ten and Catwoman number fifty. X-Men Annual number one starts our Marvel books for this week. Wolverine number 28, Strange number nine, Black Panther 12, Avengers Forever number 12, and a new story coming up, Mary Jane and Black Cat number one. I can't wait for Strange to come out with issue 69. I can say Strange 69. Image. (laughs) I didn't write down the number, so F me. The Scorched comes out this week. Uh, Vanish number four, Junkyard Joe number three comes out. Um, deadliest bouquet number five. Thank you, Mark. Tom, Tom Taylor. Yes, Taylor, Tom Taylor. Taco T. Yeah, thank you. Boom Studios. Finally, after three years, Berserker number uh seven eleven comes out. <laughs> yeah. Something is killing the children number twenty seven and stuff of nightmares finishes up that mini story from R L Stein number four and the Blaze Comics gives us Traveling to Mars number two. All right, gentlemen. So I got hella books. Um, but 
you know what, let's just highlight like two of them, right? Because I usually give even my rundown, but, you know, we have a couple weeks to, to catch up on a few books too. We can even have an even longer comic book session in a couple weeks, but we have things to do to round out the year, my guys. So let's get to it. Sean, you start us off with kind of highlight maybe two or three books that you liked. Since we're going to do two or three books, uh, I do at least want us to collectively conversate since it is the last uh, episode of the season mm-hmm. here. So I guess we could start with Daredevil right off top. All right, let's Daredevil, do it. Daredevil's cool, man, but Electric, get, Electric getting in some trouble. Electric right. here, Electric trying to piss our Iron Man off, but she done bust him up a little bit, a little presidential assassination. Well, I don't even know if it was an attempt. That boy got busted up too. Right. I, I am glad that they kind of previewed Iron Man and Captain America in yeah. like a, in earlier issues. The one. And, then, and then they didn't wait like 10 issues to actually have them in another issue. I'm glad that the they came sh- very shortly after. So, yeah, I'm I'm super glad they had that. How do you like that last page, though, of uh, the murderers need to be uh, punished? Mike, hold on, Mike. Why are you that, do, are you getting Punisher? No. Why are we not getting Punisher? I'm thinking okay. of hopping on. Do we hop on, bro? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, if Alex has issues, what one through six or seven, Sean? He should. Or, or just start now. Him. Start now. Literally, like that's 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 the Punisher right there. That's, and that's actually his, you know, the way I've described him for time. He's just but the judge, it, the jury. It, <laughs> it coincides with this with this. Um, I mean, this yes, story, we should. Right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yes, we should for sure. It I just don't seems, see it. I don't see the little writing like, oh, make sure you read this Punisher. But I think indirectly you kind of maybe should because obviously Punisher is hella cool. And it is, I think, some more just gel right into it. Right. So, yeah. So so Electra's on her mission. Daredevil's still back at his spot. Still not trusting Goldie because he still has his power, you know, inhibitor inhibitors on. So, yep. So, yeah, it's it's a very interesting story. Um, All I these think, inmates they're training, right? That's pretty right. dope, man. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's just gearing up for a huge, like, all-out war. And I can't help but think that – I don't know because I haven't seen in previews or whatever. Or I didn't see it, but I can't help but wonder if it, there's going to be, like, a Daredevil slash Punisher, like, big event. Like, and you're going to have to get, like, a you know, like, it's it's all in one. It's not like, oh, this issue of Daredevil and this issue of Punisher. Yeah. So I think I think we're going to be forced – to to get the story if we want the full context of the story so but hey i mean i'm down i'm, I'm only getting 10 books this week might as well add another another After one 10 11 same thing yeah what the hell might as well <laughs> more the merrier that was good that was definitely my first one then the second one I actually did read a symbol of truth mark and i liked it i know he uh went to uh, was it mohanda is that the name of the country or the land that he went to with uh and then he has to work because the senator got killed. I think the previous one trying to figure out who killed the senator. And I think he's working with uh, some sort of partner, Ian, a uh, white gentleman. But there's like a civil war going on over there. So I know it seems pretty cool. We, I, it, I think they kind of shied away a little bit of what his actual mission was in the book. But then the end of the story is like that dude turning into like a freaking falcon. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems pretty cool. I think the next episode is going to be a goodie. Yeah, Falcon. Falcon Winter Soldier, man. It's a it's definitely good. Um I read that book a while ago, man. I, that one's already yeah, been put yeah. away. Um but yeah, I mean that story, like I said, I I'm digging that story. Just something fun. Uh I, I think that the Daredevil and Punisher story must probably be a lot better, but you know, like I said, it's um it's those those stories are just slower. Zerdaski's just doing a really good job with the, uh, you know, with the both books another book we're going to talk about later in batman but 
A book that I wanted to bring up was Deadpool, man. Um, Alyssa Wong is writing it. It's on number two. I mentioned number one when it came out about how like she the the I think it's the horror. Yeah, she, the the horror put the symbiote into Deadpool's body because she wants to, it has to grow and it needs a host in order for it to grow. And Deadpool obviously is like unkillable. Right. Um, and now he's like trying to get Dr. Ock because he's part of this like alien type, um, kind of like the same thing that, uh, daredevil's dealing with, right? Like the fist in the hand, it's like an organization of like, um, like assassins and whatnot. And he gets put on a team and they're supposed to go kill Dr. Ock, but he goes off, you know, like he always does doing his own thing. And now this dude's got this symbiote in his body. And now he has to team up with this chick that came to save him pretty much. But um, it's a pretty fun story, man. I I'm kind of, you know, enjoying it a lot more than I thought I was. I'm glad that I got it. Just kind of never really read any uh, Deadpool stuff. And it's just uh, just different. And um, you kind of obviously get those antics that we all know Deadpool for. And, um, yeah, now he pretty much is going to have to – he, like, chopped off the extra symbiote hands that were coming out of his body. He, like, chopped them off, and now he's uh, went to an apartment to try to get some help. That's pretty much how the second issue ended. And uh, the person that he's getting help from is part of the assassin uh, organization, but uh, she's actually going to do some weird stuff on him because she's kind of uh, doing an inside job for someone else is what it seems like. So uh, pretty cool story. Uh, I kind of recommend it if you guys uh, or if anybody out there is trying to read more Marvel or into Deadpool. uh, Check it out, man. Alyssa Wong. It's on number two from Marvel, man. I like it. Okay, let's see. Um, I will not be pulling gargoyles. I'm just going to throw that out there. It was just okay. Our classic uh, cartoon that we always watch when we were kids uh, from Dynamite. I did end up reading number one, but I will not be getting uh, issue number two um, of Gargoyles. So that one's just okay, but not worth the pull for me. Um, Mark, I did want to kind of highlight one book because I wanted to know how you were confused of The Undiscovered Country number 22. I read that one last night. I thought it was a really good book. It kind of like throws a wrench into the story, right, of like past, present, and then future. Mm-hmm. right of ace talking to future uh what's her name that kind of uh you know like like, like why are kenyatta and them like why are they in power oh like he shot you in the face and you shot you know shot um the brother and sister right in the face charlotte and the other the other guy so what was graves like, yeah graves yeah the graves um brother and sister so what's like I want. I wanted to discuss it and kind of get your take of it and like why it was like oh kind of went like back to where I oh now I'm confused like what the hell is going on. Well, I think it was like they kept going back to the um to the, uh like the the other Chinese chick right or the Chinese dude. Right. They're the ones that ended up shooting them or whatever. Yeah, right. So that you know how they go, they get into power, and they oh, they they fought, they, think, they won the war for America or whatever, and like now they're the all powerful beings, you know, the the white lady and then the Chinese guy, mm-hmm. and, and then Ace, who's now his current self, is is and in Yada. that future, yeah, is now in that future area, and he finds um Valentina, I think her name is, like, but her future self. And says like why like 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 where am I in this whole thing? And then they find like I can't keep dying. I can't keep dying, right? Right. And then so he's like, oh, because like they shot you in the face to get to get to that power, right? Like 
to get where they are, they shot uh, you in the goddamn face. So somewhere along the way, they're going to have to find out like what happened with those two and kind of turning their backs on the other ones, right? Like they shot you in the fucking face. That's what they said at the pretty much the end. Yeah, so so he's not in. The, he's not going to be in the story anymore. Kenyatta. No, Ace? he is, but but it's because it's his it's his past self coming into the future, right? So he's going to probably have to figure out like because at that point in time, like he's already dead, but it's in the future. So of course his past self can come into the future. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So he's going to try to figure out how the hell and why the hell did they did they shoot three of their friends right in the head maybe just to get the power right and they're going to find the, the other two chicks they just keep going back 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 so they find out they end up in the war of 1812 <laughs> and they get killed one more time and now they've kind of like succeeded right but where their, are they what timeline are they in the Kenyatta time that's what i'm saying See, no no i i understand but but now they're like in like another world right and and, and now they're being escorted by this robot with a floating head <laughs> which is super yes, weird right it's, yeah it's, it's, like, it's just a trip man like it's a trip right like it's not really it's not like it's not as confusing as previous issues or like some issues of maybe say the department of truth but i still think it's pretty good yeah i mean it's still it's still pretty good i'm still enjoying it it's uh is it as good as i always say as i thought it was gonna be probably not but it's just mm-hmm. just, uh, just just different it's like different right you got to really enjoy the mystery of it and you got to enjoy like the creatures the art the kind of like weirdness sci-fi-ish aspect of it as well right but it's a good book right, right? obviously right. written by a very good writer so mm-hmm. um you know the that so texas so- that texas blood was cool but it was like a, a, a holiday special really it was kind of like a one-off okay. But um, yeah, did you read the Dark Web Amazing Spider-Man with the Venom that uh, Eddie Brock is in it? No, I didn't read that one because I just got it. But I did read okay. Dark Web, Dark Web number one. So kind of gives you a contest and, and like kind of continues the story of what we read in Amazing Spider-Man fifth, uh, 14 kind of goes into that first like what's happening in this Dark Web super story. Right. And then, of course. In two weeks when we record, I'll have number 15 read, and we'll kind of go into that story more. Uh, Miles Morales' Spider-Man number one was pretty good. Saw, oh, saw yeah, yeah. Saw um, what's his Not, name? Scorp- yeah, yeah, so Scorpion was in there, and he was you know wreaking havoc. He was robbing a bank or whatever, and then he, he saves some chick, and then the chick at the very end ends up being like the villain, like the new villain. So it was pretty cool, like, you know, she got saved. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she's keeping tabs on Miles Morales. And, you yeah, seen so her? You seen yeah. her? Yeah, she had like the the technology keeping tabs on them. Right. And what was weird is the second to last page, it kind of looked like in the lower left corner of the panel, it looked like uh, Doc Ock's uh, arms, as if she's gonna be the new Doc Ock. If you go back to the book and you see one of the panels here, let me see if I can pull it up for you real quick. Yeah, Marvel's been Marvel's been decent. I mean, I've been enjoying a, like a like lot these, more Marvel. This could books be this lately. could be cables. But you see that those could be cables from like the computer yeah. probably is. But I was thinking like, oh, that'd be cool. But I, I you know, maybe Look not at you. I right. Like just it. Kind of, you know, thinking like outside that. the box. Little Easter uh, yeah. egg, little yeah. Easter egg. Right. For Christmas. Uh, <laughs> did, did both of you read the second issue of Deadly Third. Duo? Which did, one? Sir. Deadly, uh, Deadly Duo. Duo. Oh, oh no, no, you're not getting it. I am not getting it. Sorry, I oh. thought you were gonna bring up Gotham City Year One. No, uh, no, no, we're not. Read. We're not talking all those books. We have stuff to do. Um, but I did, Sean, Michael. How, 
how about those teeth at the end that just kept growing inside Bro. the jar of water? Like, what the hell is going I think, on? I think basically like, those monsters are like every time like they're like regenerating basically. Right, they're like respawning. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And then pretty much like that leader when uh Batman goes to like that little freaking like hive where all those freaking freak freak ass monsters are. Pretty much he gets like a situation where you dude <laughs> that dude going die unless right. Batman. Right. And and do you think something's gonna happen to Batman because he got bit, right? So if if the teeth itself like is gonna okay fine he, fine he or... was fine. He, he was he was asleep for you know what they whatever they said 14 hours so they yeah. they patched him up but I don't know I would be surprised if some, something was seeping into his you know bloodstream in that, or whatever. In that, when he does wake up I could I don't know if does Alfred say anything like oh leave look clean like there's nothing I think he may have I mean because I read it last week I don't recall if he brings up like oh you know you look clean clear or something like that like right. no sign of anything but if we see it, it'll be in the next issue obviously right. but he did get bit so I, right. I I even more look forward to the next issue yeah and then besides Batman 130 I just want to uh, uh end my little rant for Department of Truth I haven't talked too much about it so this issue is issue 22 as well 22 and 22 um it was pretty crazy uh as the story has progressed over the past like I want to say maybe five six seven issues um Cole the main character of the story who now works for the Department of Truth uh under Lee Lee Harvey Oswald um accidentally kind of lets everything slip and does some effed up shit and now his partner he knows everything what's Two of his partners at the paper were killed by Cole, and now he is threatening to he, – he, he's working with you know, the other faction, Black Hat, and they're going to work together to kind of unveil you know, everything that Department of Truth is about, just the secrets and espionage and all that stuff. And they get ahead of it, and Lee Harvey Oswald had, comes up with the idea of having him come out and tell everything anyways like them getting ahead of it and like they'll be the ones to control the narrative and they're going to say this is you know like the last page even says it says it's so cold out here hmm. can't even turn my goddamn page it says do 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 my name is Lee Harvey Oswald for the last 60 years I've been a member of a covert branch of our government called the Department of Truth and you're about to reveal all my deepest darkest secrets to this country in your newspaper and maybe just maybe we'll save the world so yeah and and then it says you know Department of Truth will come back I'm like ah oh, dang it so they're going to take like a long like whatever month break and now when number 23 comes out I'm, I'm not going to remember what the hell happened but yeah, t- Tiny and another great book. So, and finally, let's go Batman. Fail safe. Jesus, did is Bruce Wayne dead? Or nah, he ain't. He ain't dead. He just disintegrated, but he can't. He's gonna come back. <laughs> he's gonna... Yeah, he just got blown into like a trillion pieces, but he's not dead. Nah, you I'll, seen I'll him at the that... end. Yeah, I know, but like how? That's, that's what we were talking. That's, that's what we were talking about earlier. So he must have had some kind of trans transportability, like something happened. Because he was a pile. Of, he's a pile of dust. What do you think about failsafe and how he was created? He was meant to like not. Failsafe's badass. Failsafe's badass. Failsafe. It was like because like, like, he was he was um he was you know made to defeat bruce wayne and batman but, but not batman and robin and he batman. still whooped their ass but you notice throughout the arc right it started like fail safe kind of just wanted to be around or not he wasn't as bad and like you notice in 130 how they're just like talking about how he got dangerous that's why bruce mm-hmm. had to put him out and whatnot because right 
so it's just like he just became too much, man. That, that's why I'm scared of AI, man, just overtaking. Like, they start off nice, these damn robots and chat GP. Mm-hmm. You, you, just said, you just said the movie that scares it. Robots, them things, once they figure it out, like, once there they actually is. become to have emotion and feeling, forget there it, bro. There it is. Once they <laughs> learn that, because they can actually learn. So Hopefully I'm dead. <clears throat> that actually happens and comes to fruition in life. Hopefully I'm dead and in the dirt by that time. These cars without drivers, bro, it's already begun, bro. <laughs> Shoot. Damn. Spread my ashes over Daytona Motor Speedway and just <laughs> call it a fucking day. Get me the hell out of here. <laughs> that was freaking nuts, bro. All right, so let's do, do a couple little things of news. I know you guys had a few things to say as well. I'll start it off. Superman and Wonder Woman cameos are reportedly cut from the Flash movie. So why the hell are you even having this, right? I saw a post where it was like, um, James Gunn reveals his plans for the DCU going forward, but it comes, it starts like after Aquaman 2, The Flash, the Blue Beetle movie. So people are like, why the hell are you even making these when it's, you know, not, to me, it's like, oh, I, I'm okay with the, these being standalone movies, right? So, yeah, basically, yeah, whatever. Right. Avatar The Way of Water opens up this weekend at $134 million domestically, $435 million globally. So I'm guessing within two weeks, it's going to be at a billion, right? It's going to be pretty crazy. Um, Wednesday, the new Adams Family show on Netflix already becomes the second most watched Netflix show. Pretty crazy. I, I heard I heard the show's good. I've always been an Adams Family fa- a fan, you know, especially the first two movies I loved watching. So we'll see about that. And new Hogwarts Legacy, the video game, uh, the gameplay, the uh, reports come out that you can actually includes murder. So you can Avada Kedavra. You can actually kill people in the nice. new video game coming out soon. So, yeah. What do you guys got for some news? Uh, a couple of super small things. Uh, I've seen that Smallville's Michael Rosenbaum wants to return as Lex Luthor in James Gunn's DCU universe. So that'd be cool because that guy is a damn good Lex Luthor. I really like them from Smallville. I know Mike could definitely second that. Hell yeah, dude! Ten seasons of of, of Smallville with Michael Rosenbaum. He'll 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 forever be probably like my Lex Luthor, right? Forever. Yeah. Of course, you had Lex Luthor in like the animated series, but you know when you talk about like live action, nobody better than him. I loved him. Amazing. And I know uh, we probably talked about it sporadically throughout the year, like when we heard of this and heard of that. But again, just the whole 2023 to look forward to for Disney Plus, of course, included the Loki. Uh, new season, the Ahsoka, Andor, um, Black Panther. So, you know, just a couple things. I mean, I know there's so many other things that are going to be coming out, but it kind of just reminded me, like, of all the great content that we're going to get. And hopefully Mike will or Mike Mark would get Disney Plus and watch all of these shows that me and Mike watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude. All, all you need is like, what, about 250 hours of free time. Bro, that's, that's all you it. need, dude. Come on. Got anything for news, Mark, before we move on to the last segment of the year? Yeah, I got actually two negative news, which one? I mean, kind of sad both ways. Uh, First of all, I'll give you this one. It's not that serious, guys. A husband uh, dismembered his wife (laughs) over a comic book dispute. Uh, He had a dream that says Bucks County, Pennsylvania. But Biggie, it was all a dream, but a husband was arrested in charge of killing his wife for support for intentionally not supporting his dream of owning a comic book store. Stephen Capaldi, 57, 
cues by the Bucks County DA's office, which is crazy. And um, he was supposed to open up a comic book store with his brother, guys, and I guess the wife wasn't too fond of it. And uh, he got the pillowcase, you know, and just 86 er in her sleep. So uh, well, comic – yeah, why did you grit your teeth right there? <laughs> Comic books aren't that serious, man. You know, it's just uh, your wife. I don't know how there there have to have been underlying issues, for, but uh, man, comic books, 57 years old. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't even know if you want to take on that type of a uh, risk and, uh, you know, um, what do you call it? Pressure, whatever. Having to own a, you know, a business, 57. Just, uh, just read them, my guy. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. That's some sad news there. Uh, so uh, he's done. Like uh, his, he ended his life. But uh, here we go. Some more sad news, guys. He wrote a couple. They've published a couple books that I have liked, you know. Um, but we get news here that Aftershock Comics guys filed for Chapter 11 protection bankruptcy. Here, man. The company filed paperwork in the District Central California. Right here, between $10 million and $50 million worth of assets and liabilities. Also, the uh, parent company of their film television arm, uh, Rive Gouch Television, also filed for bankruptcy protection. In the paperwork, hundreds of creditors are listed, including 400000 owed to Canadian-based print Empire JS Printing. Dozens of creators are also listed some almost owed nearly twenty thousand dollars. So Aftershock Comics is taking a bunch of heat. You guys can find tweets on Twitter as well about you know some creators kind of talking bad about them. But here it is, man. It sucks. I hate to see any small publisher, anybody, you know, have to, especially Aftershock. You know, they they were small, but they were like mid range, right? So uh, mid tier, right. and I'd say for them to have to do this, and you know, it kind of sucks because they did publish some books that I did enjoy. Your thoughts? I mean, yeah, it, it does suck. And you know what? Unfortunately, do you got? Do, are, do you remember? Let me see. I'm trying to think of like notable right now, yeah. aftershock, you know, books that we would get. I, you know what? Because I, I well, get so it was the American, uh, uh, the Russian, the spy, right? It was the. Um, oh yeah. Uh huh. No, yep. No, I definitely remember that one. Let's see, because I because I always write down, you know, like you know, coming up aftershock. Ah, dang it. Yeah. I mean. It it does suck. Like I would hate for have like AWA or you know Boom Studios, Dark Horse, you know IDW. Like I would hate for any of those to you know go out of business. You know so. That's crazy, but, man. I mean I'm I'm looking I'm looking back here. I don't I don't see anything because usually I write down like what I pull right at least right. Like I pull I write down some stuff, but I can't see anything from Not freaking a lot, but, right. Yeah. Most exciting comics, blah blah aftershock comics. Yeah. I'm, even just trying to go on like a website just to pull out because I know we just don't get that many from them. But like like Mike, what Mark said, man, just anytime a publisher, especially a small punisher, punisher, publisher (laughs) gets hit with that chapter 11, man, that's almost American is the one that we read, Mike. That's Uh, right. I I just turned it right now. Almost American in the beginning of the year. Chicken devil one that's been out. Um, there they got one, a, I mean, they got one, a couple. There's one really though. good one. I forgot. There was one really good one that I, you know, am forgetting. I'll probably, you know, look it up later and tell you guys. But yeah, Baby Teeth, Violence in the Blood, Dark Red, Amnesty. Yeah, it's a, Baby Teeth was was a good one, I think. Yeah, it's a good yeah. little list of them right here. That's not too bad. 
baby teeth. We used to I used to work with the guy that we called baby teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not very nice. I'm just kidding. That's what Kason has right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and round out the comics, the sports. That's pretty much it. So usually this would be the end of the episode, but we're going to go ahead and round the year out with just, you know, a couple I didn't really tell you guys, but um my wife is here, special yeah, guest. Da, da, da. Special guest of the there podcast. My wife is here. She, she has actually she, she thought of these questions to ask us, and then so we're going to discuss. So, um, coming into the end of the year, we have lots to think about. You know, good and negative. You know, especially in books and sports and stuff. So Danielle has a few questions for us, and we're going to. Uh, you know, she's all looks all nice and bundled up. So take it away. What's up, right. Danielle? Twenty twenty two is over. Here comes twenty twenty three. Now these are going to be. Semi rapid fire. We don't want to spend too much time on it, but I've divided this up into sports and comics. Get it? Because nice. this is a anyway. <laughs> I'm so annoyed with me already. I see what you did um, there. So for the comic book side, your best book of 2022. Mm, man, yeah, yeah, that is that, that that's that's tough to think. I knew that was gonna be a head. question. I've been trying to pull something up. Uh, that's tough best. um best book of 2020 was, was bad was bad mother this year be like a book that caught you by surprise like oh dang that was really good i wasn't expecting it to be that was, good. was bad mother this year probably that was a good one sean i kind of throw that into kind of like maybe it's it, it wasn't what i thought it would be and ended up being such a home run for me bad mother was hella badass right right what about you mark uh, it has probably i mean I really like Human Target right now. Ooh, I'd good say one. that's a really good one. Um, man, probably the another Tom King one. I'm really enjoy. I really enjoy the uh, which one was it? The one that was the three the three series. I don't know. <laughs> Can't think of it right now. But the, oh, I wish I would have had some way. time. I know, right? This is just, this is hey, super this is rapid the best. fire. Rapid fire is the best. Yeah. But I mean, so so I, it, so if I if I can't choose like a, uh, you know, I would choose like like Tiny in like his Batman run, right? Like like Tiny in the Batman's mm-hmm. run was was like by far my favorite. And if I had to choose a runner up, if if it's if it's coming just straight off of you know boom 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 boom, probably, oh man, I would say probably Noctera. Noctera is really really good nice. from Image. That's my that's my number two. Tamaki, I mean that was that that was 2022, right? Tamaki Detectives, yeah. Yeah. I'd have to go. throw that in there, but. Okay, so let's take it on the flip side of that. Which one was the worst book you read this year, or biggest disappointment? Let's see, biggest so something from Marvel that I read the first couple issues and then just kind of dumped. I mean, I don't I don't think we can say the X Men with Krakoa because I think that was last year. I was going to say, I was going right down the X-Men lane. <laughs> right, right, right. I would probably say, shoot, what, there are there are dense, definitely some ones that I that are, aren't really that. You know what? Okay, I got it. I got it. It might be a, it might be, it's a hot take. It might be, you know, you know, against the grain here. Berserker. What? Berserker, just with the, the first three or four issues. Oh, and it was what, one? maybe like, maybe 50 words total. Uh, nope, sorry. no. No, the, I know the animal I, one. The animal one. Uh, the one with the monkey and the dog. The, with that the, was dumb. That was Jeff dumb. Lemire. The one with that Jeff was, Lemire. Oh, was so they, yes, dumb. And I yes. still got like two or three of those. Yes, whatever the yes. best. Yep, 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 yep. I think that's that you said berserker. I was like, yes. It was just saying like, damn ant noises. That was the writing. 
Yeah, that's I think that's unanimous right there. Go ahead, Danielle. Okay, so again, on the topic of comics, best movie, worst movie, or show of 2022? Remember, comic book related. Uh, best show. Hmm. I think best show. I mean, oh, yeah, that's freaking, of course, uh, what's this guy? Uh, the Boys. The boy, oh, Boys is up there. I think Boys <laughs> is up there. The Boys for me. The Boys, the boys is, is the best. The Boys is the best. Worst, Miss Marvel. Actually, didn't didn't enjoy Miss Marvel from Disney Plus at all. Six six episodes. She's a she's a you know a sweetheart. It might be good stories when she when she goes into the Marvels, you know, with Captain Marvel. But did not enjoy the show at all. Just kind of story and yeah yeah not my cup of tea. I didn't watch that mirror though, so I guess I didn't lose that on that. <laughs> okay, what about you, Mark? Show <laughs> show show or movie best and worst. Anything uh, could be Marvel uh, DC. Yeah, well, probably. I- I don't really watch shows, so I'd have to say that Batman was the best movie for sure. Ooh, the Batman. Batman was good. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. I can't believe you forgot that. The worst. <laughs> uh, the man. tries to oh, manipulate me to hate there. DC. The worst, the worst. I can't think of the worst right now, man. Oh, that's good, Mark. I, I can't think I of try not to. I try not to go into movies thinking that they're going to be bad, so I try to like all of them. That's a good attitude, Mike, or Mark. Okay. I like that, sir. Sean, do you have a worst? I don't know if I really have a worst. Like, I didn't watch too many things because I don't watch stuff I don't like. <laughs> Start Miss Marvel, so that actually may have been probably the one I didn't like. Everything right. I've watched, I think I've finished, and it was cool. All right. Danielle? Sorry if you can hear me shivering. A publisher who took you by surprise in 2022. Like, wow, they were just, we just pumping talk, out. We just talked about hit. it. Not Aftershock. Aftershock. We just talked about it. Hold on, that's the second part. The publisher who gave you the most disappointments. Okay. Um, You know what? Oh, man. Subpar year. I know which mine is. I know what mine is. It kind of sucks because 2021, like my best would be AWA. Yeah. But then like (laughs) 2022, I I got like only a handful Mm -hmm. of books. So I would say that they need to do some improving in 2023. Uh, Mm -hmm. Best publisher of 2022? DC. Hands down, DC. DC. But I'd say most improved is Marvel, in my opinion. Ooh, most improved Marvel? Okay. For my, for my I, you know liking, what? I think they've been doing a better job going Spider-Man, into the latter stages got, of 2022. now. Yeah, and I, the second I, half of 2022 has been good, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I consistently get the Strange Academy. I consistently get the Alien books. Yeah, I would say and most they, improved from what we were talking shit about last year when we were getting and dropping Thor and all the X-Men stuff. I would say, yeah, they made Darth strides Vader. to improving. Yeah, I would agree. And, I, and how I dropped uh, how I dropped Spider-Man, picked him back up. They just signed Capullo mm-hmm. again. So we'll got see. Big, got Big Punisher, too. So it's going all right. Definitely going in a good, good direction. Okay, Danielle. Okay, next question. Now, this can be book, show, or movie. doesn't matter. But the biggest character MVP of 2022, comic bookie. Junkyard MVP. Joe. No, I'm kidding. Um, character MVP. See. I'm trying to think of maybe. Character MVP. Best year. Could we even say like maybe like best acting performance too? Is that kind of yeah, yeah. into that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the best character in like in your eyes. Okay, go ahead, Sean. I really, it. really like the character in Andor, the main character. Okay, main character in Andor. Okay, well then, is, shit, man. Now you're making me want to watch it like this week. I really do. I like that. It's actually a show that I mean, slow shows aren't the best for me. The first episodes are kind of slow, but damn, good character development. Yeah, he's a real good character. Okay, 
I will say, sorry, Mark, if I'm if I'm stealing it, but damn, I really like because because now I know that he's getting his own show on HBO Max and like hopefully another movie. I'm going to say Colin Farrell's Penguin in the Batman. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's a goodie. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Are we talk? Wait, oh, wait. Uh, was it best, char- book, show, book, show, movie, like your character. favorite character. Yeah. I'll also say uh, Riddler in uh, Batman. The Batman was good. He Riddler, was yeah, yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The villains always. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I like the too. one. I like Penguin in One Bad Day. But if I would say, I'd say Harley Quinn. I think that I have Harley read Quinn, a lot okay. of Harley Quinn stuff in 2022, and she's been. I've read different stuff of Quinn. I've read Quinn being good. I've read Quinn starting to get bad again. Mm-hmm. I've seen uh, the laughing or the 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 Harley Quinn who laughs. I, <laughs> right. That, He's soon going to see Lady Gaga Quinn. Soon to see what's going to come up. So it's just like I she had that. a she had a big year because she had 30th anniversary too. Thank you. 30th anniversary. Got a lot of Harley. Consumed a lot. So I think that was a big year for her. I'd say I'd go with uh, Miss Quinn. And I you think know. Every- Halloween and cosplay, she's always right up there on the latest list. I think I will say that ever since you've been a comic book reader, I think Harley Quinn's been on your list. Like you, like whenever you see something for her, you always kind of get, you know, you gravitate towards it. So I think, yeah. Oh God, okay. There it is. I love right. the I love how you they can write so many different aspects of her of her oh, psychological yeah. part of her, the crazy part of her, mm-hmm. the funny part of her, the New Yorker mm-hmm. part of her, you know, because it's a Harley. Mr. J. Yeah, Mr. Okay. J. All right, go ahead, Danielle. <laughs> Your most underwhelming character of 2022, book or movie? Underwhelming. I was actually thinking about Flash. Right Ooh, the Flash? Like the Flash, like from the book, obviously? Yeah. Okay. I think he, I mean, I mean, the story's good, but it's just kind of, it goes from like arc to arc, from book to book to stagnant to stag. I, I want more from Flash. One it's of my good, favorite characters, and I've actually almost forgot about the book, like how important, how good it's been. And, I actually and I'm not, Mark. And I'm not bashing it because a couple weeks ago, or Mike came back and said, you guys came back, you guys said that you guys kind of liked it again. And it's like, we have this love hate relationship with the That's Flash. That's the problem, though. For such a big relationship, and not just because of the comic book. Let's not just forget about your boy Ezra Miller. Also, have throwing a bad bone for the for the Flash family. That's this true. Year. That's true. So, Underwhelming character. Let's see. Um, I would have to say I think Thor too in the comic. I was okay. Really... Okay. So Thor because of the comic book and the movie. Okay. Yeah, movie was. It was the Thor. That's just kind of the way they've pushed it. Right. Hell, a comedy type. And okay, I will say just because it's it's such so underwhelming the first fourteen issues plus this dark web. I was I'll say, just gonna I'll say, say Spider Man because the Spider Man book is is like yes. it's just okay. Underwhelming. But like, I, I've consumed fourteen issues of this and like like Alex was saying, I didn't get an answer for like why he's been you know like doing this. So. And it's a yeah. flagship hero for Marvel, you know. Exactly, exactly. It, it, if not like the most important iconic, uh, you know, character like under Batman, you know. So yeah, it's true. Sure. It's damn true. Okay, so Danielle. We had a lot of negative ones. Okay. <laughs> now, if you had to give an Oscar, so think of it that way. Who deserves the Oscar for best comic book writing for 2022? Oh, hands down. So pretty much the the Eisner, right? The Eisner Award, hands down. I don't know, but hands down. 
I mean, for me, it's Tom King, in my opinion. I've thoroughly enjoyed every single story I've read of his this year. Right. Oh, yeah, because you got Human Target. Yeah. I'm going to go Tinyan because I, I have – we have Tinyan's Tiny Batman Tinyan was run. real good, yes. And then I have – we have Nice House on the Lake. We have Department of Truth. We have – yeah. So I'm going to go Tinyan for 2022. Real quick, real quick, just because it actually got me back on it. And an honorable mention, Chip. Chip Zdarsky. Yes. Because you have this Takes current Batman. This current Batman. You have the Stillwater, which I really, really like. Yeah. Yeah, he actually might take the cake, just could depending like on all the projects he's had this year. I'm glad you brought that one up, man. He's definitely on the podium. I think uh, just because it is the end of the year and it's kind of like obviously the sample size is just the past comics, but how good I know we're talking about it. I'm gonna pull this guy's name up right now. I think who's doing Daredevil? I think I'm gonna surprisingly put him in there because of how much we've liked Daredevil. That's that's Chip. Yeah. Right? yeah, there you go. Perfect. That's yeah, Chip. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Daniel? Who's doing Punisher, Sean? Oh God, I have it over there. Uh huh. Sorry. Oh, you guys go ahead. I'm going to pull it up right now. I'll be over here. Yeah, yeah. That's not that serious. And then on the flip side of that, who's getting the Razzie for worst writing of 2022? Uh, Jesus. The Razzie. Let's see. Um... <laughs> Saladin Ahmed for kind of just falling off his Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales run. I think it okay. just got so vanilla. So just going through the motions of writing that book towards the end. I'm glad that Marvel really revamped it. And I'm pretty sure they could tell from sales and numbers and data that it was time to revamp right. it. I'm going to I'm actually going to put in Jeff Lemire, unfortunately, because I'm going to put him with that. You know, I, I keep but I can't I can't, I can't I can't tie Jeff Lemire just to that story. I think Jeff Lemire can, has probably had good stories this year. But he's also had the one with the with the thread. Remember the guy he's trying to find his daughter who's supposedly um uh who's who's missing but he can hear her voice or whatever. I'll get the story of the book later. Mm-hmm. But that's two stories in 2022 that I've read that there's very limited dialogue from him. And yeah, I just com- compared to what I've read in the past, didn't have a good showing for for me personally of what I read of his. And the, and the the Amazing Spider-Man is the one that I was on that I got off really quick. Yeah, I was no bueno for me. Okay. I wasn't too big on that. All right, Danielle. All right, this is the last part of the comics section. Oh. So, what are you most excited about? Storyline, movie, etc. for 2023? Oh, I know. We talked about it already. I want to see how Daredevil and Punisher come together. Ooh, okay. Very cool. I know what mine is. Go ahead, Mark. San Diego Comic Con, baby. That's right. <laughs> That's San the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> right, just every, just just everything encompassing. But I mean, like, okay, but book or movie, like uh, specific, book. like storyline. Mm, book or movie storyline. Book or movie. Uh, you know, I want to see where Chip. Speaking of Chip, where he keeps pushing this Batman series, where this Daredevil series goes. Uh, you know. Right. Um. And, you know, and also Detective uh, Ram V, you know, uh, I do enjoy it. But uh, coming off that Tamaki run that should have got a lot of honorable mentions and a lot of these questions as well. Right. I'd say that um, I want to see how that book's going to develop as well with this story arc that he's got going with these old, you know, um, 
people f- from Gotham and whatnot. Gotham. It's just uh, good. You know, it's it's a good arc and good story, good writing, good, you know, art always. And just uh, just excited to see where it's going to go. But um, just different. I, I have two. One. Uh, so one is when Action Comics 1050 comes out. Mm-hmm. And then the aftermath of this uh, crisis, dark crisis on infinite earths oh, yeah. and, the, and this Lazarus planet that we've been seeing in, you know, in our DC books and an honorable mention is um, speaking of Jeff Lemire, finally, when we're going to get a uh, yes, um, green swamp hell thing. swamp thing, green hell number two. So <laughs> that's also another reason why, you know, he's gets, the, yeah, uh, gets the, you know, the resi for the worst writer of the year. Cause what the hell I got one. I mean, I know it's like, not the his re- fault. remember they republished one because they, it they, took so long <laughs> right hell of funny um but yeah those would be the two that i'm very interested for it's kind of hard off the top of our head if i really like looked mm-hmm. i'd find oh, something yeah. that i'm sure i'd be way more interested in but top There's of my head i forgot for sure book wise and stuff okay go danielle okay now we are moving on to the sports what is your best sports moment and worst sports moment of 2022 Best is easy. Warriors, of course. Yeah, I mean it has to be anything. Probably. I think it all happened in the past six months. Warrior championship and then Portugal ousted of the World Cup. <laughs> Warriors over Joey Logano, Mark. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, because I mean they're a home team. I love my Joey Logano, you know, but right. That's it's true. like when it's like a home team, it's like. It's you different. know, I don't know. It's different with NASCAR. Like I said, like I, I love Logano, but I just love the sport as a whole as well. But when it comes to like, you know, the home team, but that that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. That's right, Warriors and Logano. Man, pretty good year, I guess. I just needed Portugal. Right. I say I would say that's the best. And then just my worst, just kind of having to deal with my other teams. Right. Having to deal with the Raiders lackluster season. The A's don't spend more than a nickel on their yeah. players, so they suck. Uh, the Sharks have are far gone from their days of making this playoffs like 12, yeah, 13, uh, 14 years in a row. Just, you know, just like, bleh. you know, Manchester United not playing as well as they should. So just, you know, like, like the top tippy top was the Warriors and obviously Larson being successful to somewhat degree this year. But the worst is like all my other teams. Zero success. So yeah. USC had success though. No, I know. I know. Sean? Yeah, I think it's just go Warriors for sure, home team championship, and then Portugal. I mean World Cup is once every four years, and that's yeah. damn man. It's, it's true. <laughs> sucks. All right, Danielle. Yeah. Who gets the biggest MVP of twenty twenty two? It could be a team or a person. And who would you call the biggest flop of 2022? Can also be a team or a person. Biggest, oh man. Hmm. Biggest flop, uh, Josh McDaniels. No, <laughs> I mean he still he actually has a chance to make the playoffs. So he's not a flop yet. Believe it or not, he can still make the playoffs. You can't just call him a flop. Still yet. make the playoffs. He has like like eight teams need to lose out and they need to win out. Bro, I'd say Nathaniel Hackett on Denver is a flop. That's a beyond flop. When you the, when you have how many games that you've given up double digit leads at halftime? Uh, when you when you yeah. like no when you make Such those types of mistakes no <laughs> how many if you flip flop those four or five wins around what's our record bro we're like yeah. second third best record in the AFC absolutely AFC. not AFC AFC that's I I can't right? that's they're, definitely they're, a good they're, argument they're they're f- five they have like six wins or six and eight we have ten we'd have like ten wins right now if we just held on. 
we scored more than like 3.6 points in the second half of all those games. It's crazy. I'm going to go MVP. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give it to Messi. You heard it out of my mouth. I think ooh, for Messi him, okay. I think I think for Messi to win a World Cup as hard as it is and for everyone to know, like, the Argentina was just playing for him and for it to be one of the ultimate team sports, you know what? And he had the pressure of just, like, you need that to be the GOAT. Like, hey, he made it happen. So good for him. And when I give him this trophy, it's not because I think he's the biggest bust, but it kind of sucks of where he's at in his career. And it's kind of like, I don't even have a club team. And it's actually Ronaldo. He got benched in the World Cup. He got ousted from Man United. He has no damn team right now. And it's just like he's on the outside looking in right now. So I think, you know, he kind of gets that like toilet bowl per se. All right. You got Messi, MVP, and Ronaldo. The uh, toilet bowl. Yeah. Coming from the Portuguese and, fan. And, you know, and I don't give it to him as an insult or a bad thing, but it's just kind of like kind of like a fall from grace. Right, like, right. Damn. Mark, what about you, man? So I actually had two. I, Messi was going to be one of them because, I mean, what he accomplished. But the other one has to be Ross Chastain, man. I mean, that's the real MVP right there, man. But what that guy did to get into the, <laughs> the championship. Ross Chastain. I, mean, <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't. I can't leave that dude off the list, man. He had to. He brought a lot of attention to the sport. He propelled himself in his new, you know, new team, you know, into the the playoff. I mean, the championship race, man. So that was huge, and I just, uh, I loved it. So that was great. I say Chastain MVP. <laughs> Who's your toilet bowl? Your uh, toilet bowl? You know, the Oakland Athletics oh. ownership group. Oh, you yeah, know what? Right. Hey, you know what? I throw them in there too. I throw <laughs> them in there too. Christ. Not like just you know, the city of the city of Oakland, like just. Everything, right? Um yeah. bro, history and just wasting it, bro. MVP coming back from like pretty much two straight years of not even playing. Clay to just, Thompson, baby. Clay Thompson just come back I, and just play as well as he did and to help the Warriors win a championship. Like when it was they I'd were say, a, they were an afterthought. They were I don't even think they were top five or six or even seven to begin the season of of odds to win the championship. And then to go in and, and beat a really, a really good one. young Boston Celtics team. Good call, Mike. I like that one. I'd say Mario Cristobal dodging Eugene, Oregon, and the Ducks to go down to play for the Hurricanes in Miami <laughs> right. and then just having, like, a horrible season down there. It's just, uh, man, they got – they sucked. And uh, <laughs> that was a pretty uh, low light, I'd say. I think Lincoln Riley is going to be my MVP for 2023. Ooh, <laughs> you know, there it is. There it is. Match him with Caleb Williams, Caleb, man. Dead, right? Talk about right, the yeah. deadly duo. Keep it going. Who had the biggest comeback of 2022, player or team? Uh, from what Mike said, I think Clay. Clay. Got to be my comeback. Clay, so I was like, oh, took my Yeah, it, it's, and it's not even close. It is not even close. Two year ending it, and the end, the what those injuries were, and it still come back and average 20 points a game. Right. First game back, a big mamma jamma versus Cleveland that dunk. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, for me, honorable mention, um, not statistically wise, but just actually physically coming back, um, Robinson. The guy from Washington Commanders who gets shot oh, and then and then returns later. like what like eight weeks later to actually be able to go on the field and play like what an unbelievable story that was they were like getting more in depth about the story last night during or no yeah last night on Sunday Night Football crazy story what about so, that song that he came out to his first game back many men <laughs> damn <laughs> what about you Mark I I mean I said Geno Smith is up there. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Right. Geno Smith. Yeah. I mean, Smith. for the first half of the season. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of, I mean, the Still team. Though, the no, team. I, I look at your saying. But, um. You're shooting the last place in the damn division. And shoot, there's seven games, you know. Good call yeah. right there. That's pretty, that's pretty damn good. good. I'd All say right. Mattress Mac. He's an MVP for winning the. Mac the, 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 <laughs> real MVP. Come back and, the real yeah. MVP is that freaking better who walked away with a $237 payout. Fuck. Right. Thirty-seven dollar, thousand twenty-seven dollar bet to win two hundred and thirty-seven k. Oh. All right, Danielle. Almost done. Almost done. What is your biggest? Am I allowed to say a curse word? Of course, always. What is your biggest? What the fuck? Sports moment of twenty twenty-two. Like they just did what the fuck? I I think you can throw yesterday <laughs> the Raider game kind of the Raider in that game. mix. I uh, think well, included in that is I think Saudi Arabia. Ooh, Saudi one. Arabia, that Defeating was the, that was beyond David versus oh, Goliath. Man. That was right? beyond David versus Goliath, and they made it happen in the freaking opening Literally, match opening for themselves. Game, and they go on to win the championship. That that looks even better, right? Um, you have to throw in Ross Chastain at Martinsville to get oh, into yeah. the playoffs. Like that's that's yeah. that might take the cake right there. Like un- one, that like like what's crazier? The play of the Raiders in the in the Patriots, or I think Chastain. Chastain for sure. I think Chastain is overtakes that for sure. Yeah, actually, that is like no, dude. Like I said, they brought so many eyes the to the wall, NASCAR world because everyone yeah. was said exactly what Danielle said. What the? F- <laughs> right? It's crazy. I'm trying to think of other ones. Um. Hmm. I'm trying to think like earlier in the year that we probably Mm -hmm. don't have as fresh in our minds right now. Like, right. Cause, cause, cause technically you have the end of the NFL season of the previous season in 2022. So, you know, something from that also, but when the Raiders got Devontae Adams, it was kind of like, that was a big, what the heck? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was good. No, my, my reaction is like, wait, you got Chandler Jones, Devontae Adams, and, you know, and, and you're six and eight. What the? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Danielle. Okay, a few more. In your opinion, what was the biggest moment that's going to go down in history? The biggest historical moment in sports of 2022? Historical moment. Messi winning, finally winning a World Cup. Hands down, because he is who he is in that sport, yes. Probably, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say like anything else, right? Warriors win the championship. I think the next closest thing you can say though is uh, the championship for Steph this year. Definitely put him in some top ten argument for people. Yeah, true. People see him. I mean, to me, it's even think, oh, Steph's a top ten player. You told me that before this championship. Oh, yeah, see you there. But now it's like, damn, bro, <laughs> he might be a top ten player. Yeah, but yeah, but the World Cup. How that, that, that's like the only thing I could say. Like sport. right below it. Oh, it's. Yeah, messy. Yep. All right, Danielle. How many more you got? Serena Williams retiring. Kind of a big deal. Um, <laughs> he rolled my eyes when I said that the first time. <laughs> it is a big okay. deal. <laughs> this is our last 2022. Who is your biggest in memoriam of 2022? Who did you lose this year in sports? That means the most to you. Can we include comic books too? No. This is sports. Sports. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm actually looking. Who the hell died that. this year in sports? It's even. Pull it up. Pull it up. Did John Madden die this year? Yes, he did. That's yeah. that, that might be. I think so. Oh, he, it was because I remember watching the. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we had. 
Bill Russell also this year. Not that he was for us, but just kind of the bigger mm. names. No, he no, he died December 28th of 2021, so technically oh, so no. Huh. Uh, yeah, sports, sports deaths sports of 2022. Deaths. Biggest sports deaths. And, you know, it's not that freaking you're looking online. It's like, you know, you do forget sometimes of this. We had Dan <laughs> Reeves, uh, Jeremy Giambi. I mean, too big, no offense to me. Sucks, you know, sad. Jeez. Dwayne's Haskins. Uh, oh, man, Dwayne Haskins. That was, that was, a, that was just a sad one because it was a super young player. Not that he was like a superstar, but it's like, you know, he was Ohio State's finest. But, man, I gotta really got to take a look in here, man. Oh, yeah. Mike Leach. I say Mike Leach, actually. Right. Mike Leach, I think what Mark was the way he's describing him last week and just knowing him, us, us be college football fans, yeah, that was just full of personality, and that was just super sad, man. Yeah, That's I'd a probably, good one, actually. I'd, I'd probably say, yeah, I mean, I can't think of anything right now that, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd say the reporter for the sports for the World Cup in Qatar, that was real crazy. Bro, what's crazy <laughs> is I just That's still watched, like going on, too. It's crazy. I just watched, actually, that little sports documentary of usa mexico the rivalry on amazon prime and he's in that so much because he's been a part of the u.s soccer for i don't know how many years and it's just so crazy like damn watching this and it's probably was made within that past a handful of months and you just die now obviously it's super sad man yeah yeah for ace fans jeremy giambi yeah big mark time. you know mm-hmm. slide bro. Um, right if i can do an honorable mention that's not you know it's Kevin Conroy. Sorry. I know Kevin it's not Conroy. sports, but that's fine. You know. Ooh, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Ooh. Sweet. That's Oh, John Clayton back in March. Oh, that's John right. John Clayton did. I mean, John oh. Clayton, I mean, like waking up every single morning and it, you know, when when we were kids and watching Sunday NFL countdown with Chris Berman, you know, and you had John Clayton somewhere, you know, Sal Palantonio, and you had Lisa Kramer or Right, yeah, Lisa Kramer, whatever her name is, and you had yeah, March 18th. Boom. Yep, that that might be my guy actually. Like John I remember, Clayton. I remember that man. I remember when freaking Stuart Scott died. Oh, I, I bro, I was hella serious. Like, right. Certain people like that just they hit you different, man. Because we grew up watching ESPN. It's like, all right, let's go to Ed Warder in Valley Ranch. You know, he's in fucking Dallas. You know, John mm-hmm. Clayton. You know, you got freaking Colorado. Their thing, man. And now, uh, yeah, it's it sucks. Yeah, for Raider fans, Daryl LaMonica, two quarterbacks. So, I mean, yeah, there's there's tons of them, but then, you know, we're not remembering any of them. So, didn't, uh, didn't yeah. one of the Raiders' uh, old school players die this year, too? Yeah, Daryl LaMonica. And another one, right? Uh, I don't know. Not really sure. Oh. Danielle, are you done, ma'am? Just about. Just about. Who, in your opinion, needs to have the biggest comeback for 2023? Oh. Team or player? No, mine. Shoot. <laughs> uh, comeback uh, for 2022. Come back. Oh, come back from what happened in 2022. Right. Come back from what happened. Um. Just having like a shitty year the year before. I mean, the Kyle Raiders Bush need... needs to show. I think Kyle Bush didn't have that great of a year. Right. Yeah. Joe Kyle Bush Gibbs. with a new team needs to mm-hmm. prove himself. Yeah, that's true. Um. Let's see. Manchester hoping, United yeah. needs to get back on the Schneid. You needs to get back. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that Tiger Woods goes in out has a good year because right now, you know, the end of this year, you're seeing a lot of good things with Tiger playing these little tournaments with his son. Seems happy yeah. and stuff. And 
Is he going to go and win the freaking Grand Slam most ever? Probably not at this point. But just to go out there and still kind of be, quote-unquote, relevant, not just for your name, but what you do on the golf course. I honestly think that he'll be happiest when he retires like when he stops playing and he can kind of step back and be and be like the you know father he can be and just see his son play i think tiger will be better off after he retires yeah antonio brown antonio brown (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know if he's going to have a comeback year but uh, he definitely needs it (laughs) go ahead all right and last one guys for each sport category who's winning the ship in 2023 that's a good question. All right. Good question. Baseball, All right. Thank I'll you, go. Danielle. Okay. Baseball. Let's see. We could actually, yeah, we'll just like bring up a sport on wall, say what it is. Okay. Yeah. So let's oh, do it. You know what? You just go. You're the host. Let's go. It's the last, you know, category thing we do for the year. Mm-hmm. Let's see. There's uh, no major sports, too. We only talk about cricket. <laughs> right. Um. Okay. So MLB, baseball. Um. If I were to give just a, let's see. Let's go Yankees for me. Baseball. <sighs> Um, I do like that addition of Trey Turner. I do. They got Taiwan Walker. Oh, let's go Phillies. Do I, are they going to? Probably not, but why mm. not? It's something different. Okay, Mark. San Diego. There you go. Ooh, yes. That'd like be a good that. one to root for, too. Okay, hockey. Uh, I mean, you have your, you have your, you know what? Running. No. Let's. I'm going to say that they're going to continue just the dominance that they've been having. It's going to be a, no Boston, Boston. Boston yeah. They're, they're dominating right now. Yeah. They're Boston. Really good. I make that easy. Yeah. Boston. They're so good right now, but I think Philly's right there with them too. Like it's going to be Philly or Pittsburgh. One of the other Eastern conference teams is doing very well, like right behind them too. So it's going to be a good uh, matchup. I'm sure. I like that. Boston. Basketball. I don't worry. That's tough. That is tough because I, oh my God, what's reflected on the standings right now is not what I see. Right. I don't see New Orleans winning a championship, obviously. And I could. Milwaukee goes back? I go Milwaukee. I really like Milwaukee in a series. Milwaukee. All right. Yeah. I think Milwaukee too. Mm. Mark. I want to uh, say Warriors. My heart's saying no. Warriors. My mind's saying Milwaukee right now. But my body. I don't know if Warriors actually can. Um, it's hard, bro. They don't seem like the type of team that really picks it up in the like they they when they win a championship. I feel like they play good the whole season. You know what I mean? I feel. Oh, trust um, me, we've seen I it think four times. I you know I gotta give a big shout out to Boston. Obviously losing their damn coach, and they got this coach that's like 34 years old. Dude's You're like my second younger, option, bro. Dude. Come on, dude's young as hell just running this team. So I like, you know, I like to say Phoenix, but Chris Paul don't win a champion, don't win championships. So it's hard to go there. Memphis is still young. You know, if this comes down, Warriors are obviously, um, you know, they'd be in there in the 11th seed right now. But if this comes down to having to face the Warriors in a seven game series, you know, uh, when if they can start gelling a little bit more, this you know it becomes a whole different season in the playoffs. Yeah. So I can see the Warriors also. You can't always count them out, but I thought Dallas would be doing better. You know. Um, so who's your pick? I don't know. Go Boston, bro. Good pick. The All runners right. up from last year. Okay. Like Football, NFL. Oh, bro, uh, you ain't gonna ask me yet. Philly. Iowa State's finest. <laughs> Brock Purdy, baby. Let's go Niners. Oh man. 
Um, you know, I've seen a lot of their games too. And like, they're looking more and more like the Patriots, how they just like, they get every freaking call too. like, you know, like it comes down to that sometimes. Like when it's like, they're a good, they're a good team, but they also get like all these calls too. They put their hand up. A lot of receivers don't get the call. Yeah. They always get the call. Yeah. So because of not only because of that, they're a great team, but I'll say the Kansas city chiefs. They always get things to go their way. I know. And people think it's freaking bullshit. Watch the game. <laughs> I will say that, you know what? Joe Burrow is playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And he can get that team back to the uh, that Super Bowl. second half yesterday. Oh, four touchdowns. Bro, 32 points for my ass. And he had like negative point four four at halftime or whatever. So, yeah. So honorable mention, I'd say, um, you know, best team. Well, you know, because like if Jalen Hurts comes back to like full health, they've been the best team, you know, for most of the season. So I'd probably say Philly and then Kansas City, number one. Who wins the NASCAR championship? Well, who wins it? Who's in, who wins the Super Bowl for you, Mark? Oh, the Super Bowl for me? Uh, uh, let's go Buffalo. Yeah, All right, Buffalo finally getting uh, off the schneid there. Chase. Got it. Chase. Chase. Okay. Um, Right. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be one of the two Hendrick boys. I think Hendrick gets back to the, uh, the podium to raise a trophy. I'm going to say it's one of, I say TCB goes four years in a row, Chase Larson Logano, and now chase or slash Larson for 2023. Mm. Let's go with Hamlin. Oh fuck, Hamlin! I thought you were gonna go like be like out of left field and be like Chastain or Reddick or something. I actually want to see Hamlin win a championship. I'm not like a hater. Like I just mentioned earlier, when you said, "Oh, not Logano," it's like he's my guy. But man, I mean, Hamlin's been in the sport since the day I started watching this, and I started watching it back in like '07. It's been right. a minute, so you know, I mean, he's a, he. He's been good for our sport. He is what he is. And it's like, man, the guys put in work and he's like, doesn't have one yet. Kind of sucks. But, uh, yeah. you know, hopefully he can try to get one, man. All right, guys. Well, that's it, man. Uh, thank you to my wife for coming in here and giving us a bunch of questions, little quick hitters. Um, it's been great, fellas. Um, like another year of shit, man, like March, April of 2019. And it's the end of 2022. Uh, colliding the world of sports and comics. Just, you know. Almost every week, 171 episodes, and, you know, I, I don't see us slowing down. Um, you know, I want to thank you guys for jumping on when we jump on, and I know we have things going on in life, and we miss episodes, we miss weeks, and, you know, just to give our, our you know, our batteries a chance to recharge during the off season of football. You know, we go every other week, but we have some plans set for 2023 that hopefully, you know, we do more, right, to give you fans and everything, and, and hopefully – more eyes see us, right? So that's all we want to do is to is to have fun on here, give good t- content to everybody, and then hopefully more eyes see us, right? So, um, yeah, guys, thanks for a great 2022, and cheers to a, a great 2023, guys. Take us away, 171. Yeah, just keeping it short and sweet, actually. When it, one time you think it would be longer. No, you know, episode 171, like Mike said, it's been years in fruition and is the last episode of this year but it's just the beginning for next year so just thank you to the fans that's just the most important thing 
week in and week out we have the product the sports and the comics and most importantly also thank you to ci comics treasure island comics alex for being the best sponsor we can ask for you know all the things you do for us uh and just to the fans again you know mike goes over the states and the countries that download us so sometimes just thinking like damn we don't get paid for this stuff but to think that people take time who live in all these different places just hear three average joes talk about sports and comics like that's some pretty cool shit so yeah like mike said you know 2023 here we come it's gonna be fun the sports ain't stopping the comics ain't stopping the content ain't stopping so definitely get ready guys very 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 well put sean thank you for that and yes as always like you said I want to give my personal thanks for on behalf of you guys and our fans as well to Treasure Island Comics and Alex and everything that he provides us with. Literally, he provides us with the content to be able to share with you guys, share our opinions, share our reactions, get your guys' reactions and just really make this podcast and this live stream is as fun as we can try to make it for everybody involved so thank you listeners thank you everybody thank you all the fans like sean said around the world uh if you guys want to leave us a christmas greeting in our email you guys can do that the comic bookies at gmail.com if you guys want to reach us on any social media you guys can do that on instagram you guys can do that on twitter at the comic bookies we're also on facebook as well so uh yeah, just drop in, let us know, drop us in like Santa Claus drops down that chimney. And uh, from the TCB boys here, we just hope that you guys get every guys everything you guys wished for for Christmas and that it's very merry and safe for everybody that is involved. We love you guys. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you guys very, very much for the sentiment to end the year 2022. We are taking the week off next week to be with our family and friends. So I hope that you guys can uh, in- enjoy the same, you know, with next week being Christmas and the week after being uh, New Year's. So we will see everyone in the year 2023 on January 2nd for live episode 172. But uh, Sean and Mark, um, you know, for those two guys, my name is Mike. This has been the Compookies podcast. Uh, episode 171 final episode of 2022 i love you guys and i love every all the fans 3000 just like the great robert downey jr iron man always says every single time i watch that movie and get choked up a little lump in my throat but enjoy the sports enjoy the comics and enjoy the hell out of each other merry christmas and happy holidays everyone peace out peace peace and always enjoy each other and don't forget have yourself a merry little Christmas, you filthy animals. We love you. Peace.